At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Shilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. All right, episode two. James Chilton is back baby the great and powerful james chilton man what's up hey man how you doing good man um <laughs> andrew <laughs> yeah i don't know uh you want a little this buffalo tracer oh also and uh i was your you secret got? santa so this is your <gasps> early secret santa yeah, your, your early secret open santa. it live on the camera yeah we had the uh was, the rule i think they had was before the 19th so i figured be in my well, way before too. the 19th well you know figured you might want to enjoy it little makers well, that's yeah, a 46? That's too, man. That's too nice, oh, man. man. It's not, not too nice for you, man. <laughs> you want to do a little bit of this one now? If you, if you want, man. Let's do it, man. Secret Santa. I was, trying to, I was, I was trying, sure. trying to find that. Uh, we're at the. Uh, we're out yesterday. At the same time, oh. at the same time you were out. We were doing some, like, oh, shopping. Yeah. And it was nuts. Nuts out there. But uh, she wanted to go to, like, TJ Maxx. And then the only thing I was, well, I want to go to the liquor store because... The one in Radford was closed. Yeah. So, so we went to Christiansburg. So, see what they were all about. Didn't have what we wanted, but let you pour your own there, man. Oh, thank you. Appreciate oh, it. Don't get too wild out here. Oh, I know. Right? But appreciate it, man. We got Maker's Mark Forty Six. We're gonna sip it on through this episode. <laughs> Sponsored James Chilton doing it all for right. Label out. Label out. Yeah, it's just a case, man. Let them all know. All right. Which cheers? Yeah, cheers. Episode number two, brother. So we started last time with Sierra Nevada, and this is with uh, Maker's Mark. <coughs> Maker's Mark 46. Um, heard a wise, some wise man say one time, James, uh, it's the next episode. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> but um, I thought that was kind of funny. For those who don't know, the next episode about Dr. Dre and Nate, though, maybe. <laughs> they said that. But um, also, a big thank you to everybody who sent text, emailed. Well, I don't know if anyone really emailed me. Sent a text. Call, some people called. Comments on the videos. All that good stuff. Big big thank you to all watching. For those who downloaded and watched it on YouTube. Helping get this project going. Um, I was at least a couple of them, too. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I probably had three or four of them. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I even downloaded my MySpace again. So. Oh, man, MySpace. Is that click around? But, oh, God, uh, I have no idea. But, um, sure it's a thing, so. so yeah, I was thinking like over the week, like after, you know, when I was editing our last episode right. and like listen to what we were saying and I was like, man, you know, a lot of this stuff kind of, 
all kind of makes sense. And like, why didn't I say this? Why didn't I do that? You know, just things you go over in your head like all the time. And um, then I was listening to uh, Two Bears, One Cave, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. You know them. If anyone else needs some shout out, good yeah, podcast. Shout out, man. <laughs> Get them guys listening. That'd be cool. But um, they were talking about like how a lot of people don't have original thoughts anymore. Or like, have you ever had your own original thought, I guess? Uh, like a like a shower thought. They just like sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, <laughs> like like that's what they uh they um uh, Tom used. Uh, you know who Joey Diaz is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Joey, for those who don't, Joey Diaz is a com- he's pretty big comedian, he's pretty big stand up. Yeah, he's, he's Puerto Rican too. Ah, uh, I thought he was Cuban, maybe but Cuban, but I don't know. But anyway, like he he was talking about this, and he's like, yeah, I had my own shower thought. That's how he talks, real deep voice and. <laughs> He shits in the shower and like oh stops down the fucking drain. And Jesus, <laughs> they were talking about it. He I said, don't remember anything. Talking about about he said he had to quit doing it because his wife walked in and like he, she called him, like throw it in the toilet or something. And it was like, fuck, so that wasn't the, reason, the only reason was he got caught. <laughs> yeah, but no, but um, but no, they got into like how a lot of the younger generations, well, I mean, like, I mean I'm guilty of it too. Like, they we talk in memes almost, right. and like when we say or see something we like, we're like, oh, that's cool. That's neat. And instead of being like, we're losing our descriptive ability. Oh, like we're relying on just like a couple of small choppy phrases. Yeah. Or like, you know. Yeah. And then you're like, well, okay, well, what's cool about it? You know, like if we, you know, like we were talking about cars the other day and it's just like, yeah, that's a pretty sweet car. Well, like, wow. Like the design, oh, wow. the styling, the engine. Yeah. You know, like we're no one like kind of younger, like they hit their kids don't talk like that. They were kind of saying it was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I I kind of understand. Yeah, it make, makes sense because a lot of times when I was like just finished uh, I, my one of the semesters of school for prerequisites and all that, and yeah. I noticed that I write very similar to how I talk sometimes. And you know, I know there's probably like a a, a more scholarly way to write. <laughs> oh, of I course. That, I mean, it's not like it's not. I'm not writing. This is lit. My paper's gonna be sick, bro. <laughs> Little titty, man. Bro, B-U-R-H. That's spelled right. Thanks, by the teach. Way. Um. But I noticed that, like, I tried to, like, write like I would speak. Or, yeah, write like I would speak. And yeah. And it's probably not the most clear way, maybe. I don't know if that makes sense. It does make sense. But I found that I was saying either I used either the same word or I started thinking about, holy shit, did I just say, like, this word, like, fantastic or something like that. Some word that I used that was like, oh, I'm going to use it again because it's, like, fresh right. in my memory. Or I can't describe it other than being, like, oh, this is very good or this is very something, like. I may have heard like a lot of people say like your writing is similar to what you're saying, like the way you talk. Yeah. And in some cases, and you know, I found like I was saying the same kind of thing over and over. Like, Hey, this is very, you know, this is very interesting or this is very you know, prominent or all this. I just use very so many times. So when I looked back and I was like reading, I was like, man, I just sound like I'm saying the same thing over and over. Again. Right. So it makes sense. The, the original thought was the first thing I just thought of. But Yeah. No. Um, like in emails, like at work, like I start feel like I'm talking like how I would normally speak, like for us bullshitting and hanging out. There. I'm like, oh wait, let me uh, erase that. Yeah, like erase that. Like you know, hey, you know how like, uh, they make those memes and it's really funny. It's like you write an email. I hope this email finds you well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the old man just like doing like that. But yeah, um, as for my last email or yeah, things like that. But yeah, so yeah, it just had me like thought or not thought and thinking like, do I is this how I am? I mean, do I have any original thoughts? You know, or am I just talking like whatever I see on Instagram and going like, that's cool. But like, that was one thing I was thinking, like the benefit of this is to kind of help the communication and like get yourself out there more and like talk yeah. better, well, <laughs> speak better. Yes, yeah, uh, definitely like, like 
the uh, to inst- <clears throat> sorry no you good I, I was just I was thinking maybe, maybe there's a better way to like uh, move through some some of your thoughts or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this recently and you know this is a better way for me to like express it and you know. Not necessarily like you're bouncing a couple ideas off somebody else, but kind of sort of. But you know, yeah, well, yeah. You know, like so. if you get a thought, then like you know, you have your own mm-hmm. expertise on it. Then we kind of like, right? It's like clay. You form it into something. It's like, oh yeah, now that makes perfect sense on what I was saying. But, um, but yeah, it just had me like going over it all week. Like you know, like you know, um, you know, you know what imposter syndrome is, right? Right. Yeah. So we were talking about that maybe like a week or two ago. But like, but anyway, for imposter syndrome, it's like being called out for you, as you don't know, like. On your flaws, I guess. Like you think you magnify your flaws, and yeah, like you think, like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? And or like maybe you don't like if you're successful at something, you're like, maybe I, I don't deserve this. Yeah, like, sort of like that. Like, why am I here? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like an imposter. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, I guess you exactly what you said. But um, you know, like starting this, and like you know, like I remember, like we were talking about our first days of CrossFit, like last uh, last week. It was just like I don't belong here. I'm right. trash. You know, like I can't do half these shit. Like the, when the elites are going and stuff, and it's like I don't even know why I try. But right, and and you know, it's it's hard to, especially with comparison and things like the exercise. That is a great example. It's like on so many t-shirts and like so many slogans, especially in the CrossFit no world. Doubt. It's like compare. You can't compare. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, don't compare against yourself, kind of thing. And. It's kind of funny at the same time that we do this thing called the open. And if you don't know what CrossFit yeah, you, is, you explain it where you essentially, you know, oh, great. Uh, so we, we do this thing pretty much every year so far. It's what just been about every February last year. was Yeah. Well, it was like last year when I did it, the October and February. Yeah. That was first year. Was that what it was? October? Uh, I think it was February is the original. Then it was, they did wait, two, sorry, didn't they? Because it was October. Right. It was one, but it usually comes around February. Beginning of the year, pretty much, right? Yeah. Explain the open to so the open is in cross, case we have any cross non crossfitters. Right. So the in in CrossFit they have the CrossFit Games, and essentially it's a pretty much the able broad. Uh, it's like a funnel for the CrossFit Games. If you think it's like really broad set of workouts that are to get people started, and usually it's five. I think it's five. Right? It's always five. Five workouts. Yeah. Five workouts. So it's a funnel. So it used to be the format was that you do these five workouts, however you'd compare it against everybody else, you'd move on to the next stage. Just if you got to the what's top twenty? No. Oh, I don't. Remember I actually remember what. So wait, wait. Five, in the 20. old days, it was like top five. No, five. Top five or, or top, top twenty go to regionals. Or top yeah, 10. so top twenty go to the regionals. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, they go yeah. To the regionals. Then it's like the top be, five went. Yeah, from regionals. I think it was regionals or top three. Yeah. So yeah, essentially. Uh, they would take a certain amount of people. Let's say it's twenty. They yeah. take twenty, the top twenty open finishers. They go to regionals. They would then from regionals do the same thing. They would whittle it down to the top five, and then those five would go on to the games. So they'd have all the broken up regions, and the map looked like it changed every year. It almost looked like they took darts and just threw at the board. They're like, all right, this is this region, and they'd have this region, and this region, and this region. Anyways, and then oh with, yeah like certain you know, states in this reason like, yeah why is that state in that region or whatever yeah. um and like I'm the sure way they was, named them i'm sure it was like a method to the madness but like the yeah essentially just a massive funnel get people all to the crossfit games and the idea was that, all right this is also for everyone that's not a professional exerciser mm-hmm. or trying to be a competitive athlete like like 99 <laughs> yeah, exactly it's more of just like a hey it's Everyone fun it's kind of like a competition you know the reason i think i really liked it is that yeah, you pay 20 bucks it's 20 you bucks you get yeah. five workouts guaranteed you got to get mm-hmm. somebody to 
judge you and you obviously can we do just it. we just i mean i think it's part of the experience of having you know it's cool it's kind of like if not i would say free i almost said free competition but yeah 20 bucks 20 bucks isn't small in the grand scheme of things but you know you're gonna compare yourself against everyone else or you can in a lot of cases see how you did in the previous years like Every year or every couple of years, I'll retest one or change it a little bit. For sure. You know, for a lot of time and, you know, for most folks, it's more of a, hey, this is kind of fun. It's a little different than regular workouts Mm -hmm. or a little more competitive. Some people who are athletes really like it because, again, it's like being back in competition. Right. But most of the time, it's just to see how you kind of stack up at the end of the year. Most people don't know that they're not going to the games or, you know, or like, maybe I might think about going to the exactly. games. I do, but typically every, every year, everyone likes looking back at, Hey, I got fitter or I got better. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, this workout was really fun or, Oh my God, this workout was awful. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, the comparing against yourself, like bringing it back to what you were saying, like, yeah, and I think a lot of people, it's, or I think what is interesting about the open is that a lot of people see it as a competition where I want to see how I stack up and there's leaderboards mm-hmm. and everyone wants to follow the leaderboard. But, you know, the, I thought the most interesting part of the leaderboard this past year that I looked at was that it kind of gave you like, okay, a rating of how many people competed, how you finished, what your percentage was in Virginia or like. You oh, yeah, broke it down, give you more analytics. Which is kind of cool. So like if, you know, I know for the like, for the most part, most people are, are just in, in their age group. But then like you, you can make it even further of if, or filter it even further if, um, if you're you know, police officer, or if you're a fire, if you're a medical, yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot that you could kind of like, that. like, I'm the fittest nurse or I'm the fittest. Yeah. Know, that was kind of cool how they did crossing it that guard way. or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I think you can get really specific and I can't remember how it was, but, but that was kind of cool. But you know, oh, it was definitely, I cool. think of like looking back and seeing like some of the workouts that I remember doing, like for, you know, for example, like there was one with like strict handstand pushups or something like that. And I remember that crushed my soul in the beginning. And I was like, you know, like said, just, they weren't there. Uh, didn't have yeah, they were for sure not. Was this like, early crossfit yeah, career for you? Early. So, like, I got crushed. I was like, "Why? You, this is you probably should have scaled." It was one of those workouts where there's like, "Well, I am not fit at all." <laughs> so, but at, you know, the, it's still fun. It's not like stressing about like a competition. Like, well, this is where I put my career on the line or anything like that. It's just fun. Dude. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time. It kind of like if you want to take it serious, like you and I. Well, yeah, we take it pretty serious. Um, especially with, I think we've been competing, but we competed, but that's more like you take care of it because you do, we do it a lot and exactly. usually do the best you can always. Exactly. And then, you know, like you're saying, we can compare ourselves to earlier years. And, but for some people, it's just to have a good time and throw down. Like, you know, if you for don't, sure. if you don't, if you want to take it serious, take it serious and that's right. fine. But if you don't, it's just like, hey, just keep compete against yourself. Is that what the saying is? Yeah, that's yeah. Really, yeah no, that's and don't compare that. yourself to like somebody over there doing the RX weight. Even if you're just scaling, who cares? I mean, no, I would. I don't look down. I don't give a fuck. No, it's hey, your it's, thing. One, it's one of those where oh, I think a lot of a lot of folks are definitely get caught up in like I want to see like, compete against somebody. Maybe there's you know that's true with everybody. At some point, everyone's competitive. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's gonna be like, oh, I don't, I don't care. And then there's gonna there's some fiber. There's a little tiny fiber. Everyone's competitive at some point. And they may say I'm not, but that's okay. But yeah, it lights then, a fire somewhere. And like then there's some folks that are like, that's all I care about. And then, but that, I mean, again, there's nothing wrong with either of those things. For sure. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right? But, for uh, sure. you know, like you were saying, like with the imposter, like. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. And, and, you know, using that as an example, like you know, a lot of times you're like, well, maybe this isn't like, all right, 
I shouldn't be doing this well, or I shouldn't be, you know, I'm at this level. Of, uh, hey, what's going on? Over here? Hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> I'm getting after it. Um, hey, 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 y'all go do somewhere else. All right, go ahead. We're like, yeah, you're, I can't, or I lost my train of thought, but thanks, you know, thanks. Them. But I mean, with like with the example, like the open or exercise, you compare you compare against yourself using the open was the example. Um, competing against yourself or use comparing against yourself is like. I don't know, one of those things where, like we said, we care a lot about it because we always want to do the best that we can possibly do. Yeah. Not necessarily with, like, I don't, you know, I'm not, at the end of the day, like, Sheila, what'd you get on the workout? <laughs> I crush you into the earth yeah. on this last you one. Get suck, fucked, man. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> get it. But it's more of like, I found, I feel, or I have found over the years that having done it, I used to care a lot about what I did. I'm like, I'm like man, I did really good on this workout. Like, I did this many pull-ups or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I like doing workouts that other people do. Like I care more about, and maybe this sounds weird to say like this. I care more about how other people do. Like, like I, I actually will get more like excited if I see somebody like we, we train, we don't always train at the same time. Right. But we typically do the same thing or the same kind of workout or, you know, you or work yeah, out at a different time and I'll work yeah. out. So like if you catch like a heavier weight, like for example, like, you a couple days, well, no, a couple days, a couple weeks ago, you did like a really, really heavy ass thruster or something like that. It was like, oh, it's probably a so, yeah, for it, yeah, took that two rep. I was more excited watching you do that than <laughs> I would be like, man, I, I was like hoping for like maybe like a two and a half or a five pound PR or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then I was like, which I think I got either 100% of whatever, whatever my old was, but then I saw you put on like 15 pounds above what you did last time or something yeah. like that. I was like, damn, that is insane. That's like, fucking, oh. I, yeah, so <laughs> I was actually, I, I had, I had a better, I, I had a more positive reaction of watching you do better mm-hmm. than like, I was like, oh, okay, I want to do better too. But then I saw somebody else do better and I was like, I got more. Yeah, and you got excited going. for him. Yeah. I mean, and, you're rooting them on too. And I mean, that kind of like, I guess that's really a lot of like coaching. I know that's not necessarily what we're talking about, but like hey, someone else gets something like their first pull up or their first, you know, handstand push up, or they've never done something before. Like, um, we had a couple, we had a couple members who've never done a pull up ever in their life. And then For sure. they, they you know, worked at it and all of a sudden we're knocking out four or five in a row, you know, in the scope of like a couple months. So yeah. I don't know. Well, no, but, Trevor, Trevor and I speak kind of going on what you said. We were talking, yeah, shout out T dog, baby, baby. <laughs> uh, we were rolling out or, doing our kettlebell swings or something after the workout before, like just, you know, bullshit like we normally do. But anyway, we got into talking, like kind of going off what you're saying is that, uh, like how we pull for each other, but also at the same time, we're like, you know, Hey man, I'm fucking beat you today, man. I equal it. Yeah. It's healthy competition. Yeah, it's yeah, he- yeah. Exactly. Healthy competition. But, but we're still like, if you're watching like somebody lived or whatever, come on, get it, get it, man. I'll be right. get it. But then you're like, Oh shit. Now he beat more of me. Fuck him. But, <laughs> but yeah, you're happy for him at the yeah. same time. Just because it's your boy and you're throwing down right. and like in the end, it's all together. We're all just yeah. trying to get better. Um, and kind of more like this other thought came in my head while you were talking about like, I remember like I actually started weightlifting in ninth grade. We could okay. take weightlifting in high school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like a class. Yeah. yeah it was like, like a weightlifting class. Like and uh, is that how your high school was set up? Could you we, do that? Yeah. Uh, I think I, I couldn't remember but off, just off the top of my head, I think we had to wait until you were like a so- or a junior until you could take it as a class. Mm-hmm. I think you had PE. Oh, yeah. So but you couldn't take a weightlifting. Our high school was, was – uh, well, we went 8th through 12th in my high school. So oh, we, there's okay. no middle school there. But you couldn't take weightlifting in 8th grade unless I think you had to have like 
if you were playing football already, if okay. I gave you something. But like for me, obviously. So you had to know somebody. Yeah, much. basically had to know the coach. Like, hey, put me in there, dog. But um, like ninth grade, like I was probably barely 100 pounds. And like they, I, you know, we had block schedules for each class was okay, yeah, and a yeah. half. I can't remember. I, you know, it was me and like two or three of my best friends. But we were in there with like all these seniors and juniors who were mm-hmm. playing football and like talking about imposters. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I doing right? Yeah, like yeah. I never touched a barbell. Didn't even know what a barbell was. And then like gradually just like, well, all right. I was going to give it hell and see what happens, you know. But like the cool thing was uh, one of the football. I think we had. I can't remember his name. I think. Sluice. If anyone remembers from Patrick County, I think it was Coach Pursuits, <laughs> Um, if you want to make a comment. Um, but he – I can't remember where it was Suma. Anyway, neither here nor there. But they would make us do like tests at the end of every grading period or six weeks, whatever it's called. Like a max or something like that? Yeah, so you would like max on like – I think it was clean. I don't remember doing a lot of deadlifts. It was like clean, yeah, push, press, and squat maybe. Mm-hmm. And then he would do a 40-yard dash time. A vert test and something. But anyway, like I think the semester was 18 weeks, could be. Or okay. 16, I don't even remember what it was. But anyway, like they would do it and I was like, oh, fuck, I keep getting better. I keep getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, like I gained like five, ten, five, five pounds, pounds or ten pounds. Like, oh, man, I'm getting better. So that's the reason like I saw what it was doing for me, this whole thing. And I was like, you know, talking about oh, I'm getting better. Well, I don't care if they're over there cleaning, you know, 225. Right. I don't even know what high school we were doing. And I was like over 10 years ago. But um but yeah, just that, that's what got you know my rush was just like okay, I can just stick with Wait, it. And, you, yeah, you and that's when it, and they were kind of like even the older kids like you know you know high school is kind of a rough time for most people. I mean, I had my rough times, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, like they were kind of rooting you on at the same time just because we're all coming together trying to make this one goal. I Especially guess. yeah, yeah, if they're working through the same thing, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said like if like you know you're on the same team and you know. Like I said, you, if you're work all this working to the same thing, it's good to see other people getting closer to the same goal. So yes, yeah, yeah, no, it's it was a definitely makes it the cherry. It's like a cherry on top, pretty much. There like, you, you go. Know, yeah, like putting it. I just got a PR, but shit, my buddy just got a PR too. <laughs> exactly. And his butt, you know, all that. So. Yeah, and it's like who cares if it was like you know 100 pounds lower or whatever, but you're still progressing. I mean, you know, it's all relative, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the weight thing. Yeah, and like this is I know this different uh, tangent or everybody. Yeah, the weight thing and be like. What is what's one hundred percent of something for you is also one hundred percent for yeah. me. It just doesn't matter with the number. It's like if if I, you do a clean at like like two hundred you know two hundred pounds and that's your one rep max and that's one hundred percent. And then the next person over there is doing their max and it's four hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's still a max for them and it's still a max for you. Yeah. Like if you close your eyes and that person closes their eyes, they probably feel the same. Like holy shit, this is fucking heavy or something mm-hmm. like you know. It's not like, oh, well, now it's heavy because it's 200 pounds. Or it's not heavy because it's 200 pounds. Now it's heavy because it's 400 pounds. <laughs> Whereas someone who's never come into a CrossFit gym and they're like, oh, someone's lifting 150 pounds. Well, 150 pounds for me is more than I've ever lifted. So exactly. then someone's like, wow, that person is fucking insanely strong. Mm-hmm. And then we look at someone like uh, like any of the CrossFit games, I've like insert their name. And then mm-hmm. you're like, well, they, they just did that for like 50 reps or something like that. So, you know, I guess that imposter syndrome is, is – or I guess that you can fall into that when like compare against someone else. You're like, well, that person like Matt Fraser, for example, would be a good example. Everyone's like, Oh, he's so good. Cause he's small or, you know, mm-hmm. he's got the short range of motions. Yeah. And all that just stuff excuses like that. to figure out like why he, he was also a weightlifter for many years. Yeah. yeah. Many, Olympic many years. weightlifter for those who don't know. Yeah, he is. So, and yeah. So when he gets to pick up a barbell, I mean, He's been doing that for exactly. many years before he came across. So just in his genes. That man. comparison thing is yeah, it's definitely like a tricky 
Yeah, it's hard. Like, in, I mean, you know, anytime I walk into anything new, it's like, man, fuck, I can't do this right. shit. Like, what am I doing? Even, even this right here, trying to open up thoughts and share them out and talk about things and more fluently and instead of just sit here and have conversations with myself or whatever. Right. And I mean, basically everywhere we go, we're podcasting. I mean, essentially, yeah, we're just having dinner. Having we're talking about bullshit like we would and like right now, or like we're talking shit at the bar, right. and, you know, just yelling out stuff. But, um, yeah, but like if I was walking into a gym right now, I mean, like, I, I'm like me as a person. I'm like I want to fucking lift that much, right? Like what that dude? So like I saw Matt Fraser, whatever one. Let's just say random example. I would my first day of cross. I'm like I want to fucking do that. How do I got to do that? Mm-hmm. And like you know, when we were talking, you know, before this or whenever it was, like how you what have we noticed? Like seven years we've been doing this shit. Uh, it is 2020 now. So yes, <laughs> seven years. Like we've been through different programs, different styles of lifting, different right. styles of everything trying to get to the best we can be. And it was just because we're there six days a week, especially you where you're coaching and we're down there putting in what we got to do because we're trying to better ourselves. And then we go off on like uh, our nutrition programs, which I mean, if we want to touch on that, that's fine. But you know, like, you know, we're drinking whiskey now or whatever, but I mean, this is like, what once this week that we're right. having a drink, maybe two. Right. Uh, it's not like an every fucking night thing. It's like the uh, the old old adage is the uh, everything in moderation, right? Just, yeah. Uh, just I mean, you know, like back in college or whatever. Like if somebody brought a fifth, like oh, we got to fucking just <laughs> you know tonight before we leave here, this well, house. Depending on what it was, if it was, <laughs> if it was vodka in my case, it would have been like, all right, guys, you have a great night. I'm gonna go call today. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. But um. But yeah, I mean, and that and that's part of it. It's like you start figuring out the pieces, like all right, so I got to do this to do said thing. I can okay, I, I'm doing this now. Then you get a taste of it. Like, all right, now I want that extra. Now what do I got to do? Mm. And so then you're like, oh, I got to start getting some more sleep. I sort of got to clean up my eating. I got to start maybe take a multivitamin. Who knows? Right. I mean, it could be anything. And it's and 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 it's I guess feeling better. I mean, is one of the best things. I, I think think one of the most maybe. Maybe stuck with me, and it's maybe it's not maybe a, a negative view or a pessimistic view or whatever. But it was like my my grandparents ended up in nursing homes towards the end of their life, and then okay. not that they didn't like take care of themselves, but they didn't. I mean, they were all very active. I think, but like didn't really exercise a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I know my grandparents had uh, my mom's side was like from New York, like Bronx and Brooklyn. They grew up in the Depression and stuff, so like not like they didn't like, have like stressful like. But they didn't like lift weights or they didn't do anything like that. They might, you know, play sports and stuff like that, but never like I probably wouldn't be the only ones in, you know, That's that I think I have spent this much time exercising or spending that care about my fitness and nutrition. I'm like my uncle wrestled. So I'm just, I know he did. Yeah. We like, talked about but, that last time. You know, uh, when they passed, they were all in, I mean, most of them had either, you know, either cancer or something like that where, mm-hmm. But they were in a nursing home, and I was like, I never want to end up like that. I never – I know there's lots of things, and that's kind of like a broad brush to be like, <laughs> no. well, if I don't do these thrusters today, I'm going to end up in a nursing <laughs> yeah, home. But, I mean, you know, I was one of the – you know, think, like, I want to be around as long as I can is if we get one shot at it. So, like, I want to take as good care of myself exactly. or, and, you know, um, be around as long as I can and have, like, a really good quality of life, meaning I'm going to take care of myself and then, like, by working out or mm-hmm. eating better and things like that, that I don't want to end up necessarily going that way because you know i just don't want to go that way so no, i'm 100 percent on board with that i mean you see people you know if you go to a park and you know they're on they can barely you feel like they can barely take a lap around a park but right. i like having them like oh god they yeah, just sit down like i don't you know i, I don't want to be that way and you know 
I know we take our lifts and our nutrition to a little bit. I don't, we're not extremists by any means, but you know, we're above average, I guess. I don't know if that's making any sense, but, uh, kind of losing. Well, more, we spent a lot of time kind of losing what my point is. Well, I guess that's what you're saying. Like we spend a lot of time doing it and it's cause something we enjoy also, mm-hmm. but it's also the, there's the ulterior of like, we want to take care of ourselves and do the best we can. Right. And, make ourselves better so that Correct. you know yeah like, like like you're saying when we get old like i want to be able to just walk around without mm-hmm. any help i want to be able to just you know still drive myself right. anywhere i want to go and like you know it, and essentially just feel good like right. you wake up you know like you know we were talking um i forgot when we, who i was talking to maybe it was my brother but you know uh, oh we watched that documentary like on um, a lot of football players when they get out of the bed in the morning they have to have like eight oh, advil shit, or something yeah. just a halfway halfway feel natural and um, I was like, man, you know, I mean, I know that's a completely different sport of what we're doing and they took a lot of hits, right. but I just don't want to be that way. Is right. what I'm saying. I want, I want to be able to get up. All right. What am I eating for breakfast? Those, cool. Let's like roll. Those little things. Yeah, exactly. It's like the little things of like, you know, you wake up and you don't have any pain or anything like that. Exactly. Or like, Hey, I wake up and I don't feel like I'm like, you know, we're talking about moderation. Like you're drinking and eating a lot and you're like, man, I feel like crap. Like anytime after, like, for example, like after, like any like pizza and beer night where you have like either like a ton of mm-hmm. like food that you typically don't ever eat and then you wake up with like the bubble guts and hot snakes <laughs> oh, yes. and all that That's stuff like that worse. the next day is rough. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with that either. But, you know, the gosh, yeah, waking up and being I having like my back hurts or my head hurts yeah. like all day. I, yeah. That's like, yeah, there's no way. Just, you don't want to be that way. I mean, and, especially if you, you know, I mean, a lot of those guys are like pretty young too. And they're like in their 40, late 40s. Yeah. And 50s mid, and I mean, mid thirties to forties. I yeah, mean, you yeah. know, when, I mean, unless I you're depending on what position you play in football, I mean, your career is pretty much done really by short. 30. Yeah. Unless you know, you're one of like a kicker or punter who don't get hit a lot. Yeah, Terry or something like yeah. that. He's like 40, what? Seven yeah. Or something you like just keep going, years. man. But, but yeah, I mean, like we're saying, we just don't want to, Camera connection lost. Oh, no. Sick, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Again, again. Uh, no, I just lost my train of thought. But oh no, it's all right. Yeah. I have to do something like we did last time. I don't know. The, yeah, the yeah, like we were saying, like you know, caring about all the fitness and what you eat and stuff like that. <clears throat> I mean, that I feel like it's, some people can definitely you can definitely go way overboard, get like really neurotic with it, or you can you know make it like your this is what defines me. And I think the more I've done cross it, the less I want to define myself with that. Mm -hmm. Like that's not all like, I I don't know. No, I don't want anyone to like treat me differently or anything. I have to say, but like a lot of times people come up and like the first thing they ask me about is like CrossFit because I've been doing it for so long. Oh yeah. They know that's like our thing. I mean, but, but I get it like everywhere I get, well, not everywhere, but all my family get together. Yeah. Same thing. Like you go home for like Thanksgiving or like Christmas or yeah. Yeah, You're still CrossFit. Yeah. Hey man, size, you know, you're still CrossFit. Yeah. I'm going to think and all that. So again, you take all the good good things with it, but you know, I'm a man. I do others. No, it's, it's a, there's more to to me. I like painting. I have. (laughs) So I, I mean, this is total getting off the train though. That's why I think I've been really as, uh, I've been thinking about doing other things like having a different hobby. Like I think, well, yeah, you just bought a bow. Just, yeah, well, just ho- hopefully everything comes together. Yeah, you know, like Santa is, is pretty good. It'll help that along too. But yeah, so, Santa, if you're listening. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like going off of, I'm going to take care of myself so I can stick around and do a lot of things that mm-hmm. I don't want. You know, that maybe I didn't get to do, or you know, that so I or not didn't get to do, but I want to be able to go do those things with like Sarah if like want to go. And travel somewhere or I want to, you know, 
Yeah, like you know, we, we, we which I go hiking was it a year ago? Yeah, like Zion Mountain or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. able to tackle that on with no problem, you know. And, and then yeah, I can yeah exactly run up that mountain. And yeah, do all that stuff. So what do you want to do? At all. All I didn't right, run cool. at all. By the way, that's that it. Definitely not running. But you know, if I you know if you know you, you wouldn't be able to see some of those things if you were in a rascal like you would see at my school. Isn't that what it's called? Like the scooter uh, or whatever like that? Or like the little wheel, motorized wheelchair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you're never going to get to see some of that stuff. So, I mean, but like the hobbies and stuff, you know, you want to be able to stick around and do as many cool things as you possibly can. Like says, you only get one go around, so you might as well. Might as well just go for it, right? Yeah, and, and I know so some people would be great. like, <laughs> I'm going to live this hard because I only get it one right around, but then, yeah. I guess oh. there's, there's, there's issues with that as well. Any, like... Rockstar or you know NFL player that have those like crazy careers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but well, like there's um ways to you know sorry I'm trying to get the camera going, but there's ways to um you know like if you want to keep going, make yourself more efficient. I mean, like I was listening to Kevin Hart the other day, and he was talking about Kobe Bryant, RIP NBA legend, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James, and like how they got older in their games, they changed their games and like started playing more. Uh, with their backs to the basket and developing like I don't even know if Brom really does it much. He still barrels his way down the lane, but <laughs> but he's a monster for that. But um like how they changed their game to be more efficient, and, like take more uh those fadeaway jumpers and they're not going down the lane as much right. anymore. But any, anyway, like I thought that was kind of like, you know, I'm trying to say like some people have to change that way. Like even if we don't lift as heavy or whatever, like you know, um some people do the uh instead of putting a heavy squat barbell on their back, what is the uh the hip thing now? Oh like the Belt squat, yeah, like a belt squat. It's like a Dave Lipson after. Yeah, himself. there you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. Like he was doing it the other day, and like you just change your way that way. Right. And who cares if it's you know three fifteen or right. whatever? Still trying to improve myself. Yeah, and yeah, you want to try. I mean, it, it's legitimately fun too. I mean, I legitimately have a good. I and mean, it's been what seven years? Like we said, seven years or whatever. Yeah. I legitimately have fun every single time. Like, I'm, like there, are, you know, there's like those days that you're like, man, I feel like a bag of assholes right yeah, now, can, but. Um, I still have a good time and you definitely feel better. Obviously there's a lot of, you know, psychological benefits too. No, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, depending on what how you're feeling, or for, for me, like you're having a bad day or whatever, once you get down there and just start getting after it, right. it's like, I instantly, like, I don't know if it was the endorphins or dopamine. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. You're just instantly like, okay, I needed that. Wow. Great stress relief. Yeah, I know that's exactly. why a ton of people come down, you know, work out and, and do all that stuff because it's, you know, it's, it's either a weight, it's like a, a, what do they call it? Like a pressure release valve, essentially, like, you know, you have sense. all this built up during the day or stress or whatever. And like that stress, stress is like, like fucking sneaky as hell. Mm-hmm. And it's, like one of the tons worst, of people so it's out one there. of the worst things, right? right? And I mean, it affects. I mean, everything. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know. I, mean, I, know I, can't, me. I can't say that it, you know, it's it's different for everybody. But like, gosh, I mean, you know, after having like a, a really rough day, or you know, getting getting your, you know, getting it out of the way, that release valve can make your life a lot easier by not being stressed all the time, or for sure, you know. But that's true with anything. I guess you could be if that's with like your hobby or. So I guess that's why I was like going back to like, not that I'm stressed, I'm not stressed, man, I promise. <laughs> um, but you know, having that other outlet or like in this case, the podcast where you can really kind of either work through what you're thinking about, mm-hmm. you can kind of like open up or talk about new stuff, kind of develop, um, you know, yeah, different, no. different traits of thought or, you know, experience different things rather than just being like, Oh, the same old, same old all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, anyways, you just more room for you to develop and change. And even yeah. though we're not talking about stress, I guess, but like, you know, this is an I example. Mean, just I guess, self-improvement. But, yeah. 
There's a lot of ways to do that. And like, this was like, you know, what you're saying, another reason why this, I kind of wanted to do this is, you know, like share my thoughts. I mean, you know, bullshit we talk about all the time from other podcasts and just get them out there. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, like, I don't know that I don't want to say they they change the way I live or anything, but that's just kind of like, Oh, what? Listening to podcasts. Well, yeah. Listen to podcasts and you're like, okay, well, you know, just because I heard this back in college or said, right. Whatever doesn't mean it's correct and it's just like well they said it this way and that it's like oh well let me think about this you know and it's just like all right well that's makes more sense and you know you don't I, for me and i know you've said this too before i don't want to be married to any ideas right. because not everything is i mean some things are yeah but not everything is the way it's you think it is i guess and right. like it's like oh you know like oh you know like i guess uh kind of going back on what talking about crossfit again but like you know, I thought you could go work out like way early and like still go eat and do whatever you want. And dream. I mean, that's kind of how college was for me. It's like, you know, especially when you're going like on bodybuilding.com, right. looking up a random workout. They're like, oh, just eat fucking chicken and drink water. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need some tuna. But it's just like, okay, well, that's one way, but that's not the exact way. And I remember like, you know, me and some friends would talk about it, like talk about it like that. And it's just like, like there's no, there's no magic bullet. There's right. no one way right. to. Yeah, there's like one way to do it. Yeah. Exactly. There's ways to do it and there's good ways and there's bad ways mm-hmm. like anything else. And it's like, all right, so let's get on the good track and just figure that out. See, that's what I'm trying but to Yeah, I mean, and then and there's so way. I mean, there was that expression is like there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. Yeah, there's more than one way. Go, I know that. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, But, you know, they, I guess dude, that's with like the nutrition class. Like I've been doing like said going trying to go back to grad school like i think one of the biggest things i've seen is that there's so many different like weight like things that go into like for the nutrition side like for example it's the same thing for anything i guess like you know a lot of people have these help hell beliefs or they'll have this thing image in their head of like this is the right way because this is either the only way i've done it or hey this has worked for me and like with the nutrition stuff like you know what works for me is definitely only going to work for me, but it could work for you or it could work right. for this person, but it could work for Joe Schmo, whoever comes up next or, you know, but, you know, so given like the, essentially the, everything depends. Like, it's like the mm-hmm. safest answer in school. They would always be like, well, it depends. It's like, Hey, so what's the answer? Well, it depends. And, and like, I used to think that was bullshit and they're like, okay, that's like an easy cop out. And like, I just don't know the answer, which is okay, by the way. I don't know any, I, you know, I don't know anything. So, <laughs> yeah. but I, I think like, that was really true in like for the nutrition stuff. It like it really depends on works, what works best for anybody. So like what works, for, sure. like if you have, for example, a, a really simple example would be like, if you have an allergy, like if you are allergic to like shrimp or like nuts or something. eggs or nuts or anything like that, you know, maybe a diet that includes a lot of those things is probably not the best yeah. for you. And you're like, well, why do I feel like crap all the time? If it's I, like, I don't, this stuff works. Yeah. Like if you're lactose intolerant and you're, you're like, you know, I need to eat a diet that, cuts out dairy and that's probably a better yeah. choice for you if you always feel like crap after mm-hmm. crushing a milkshake or you know like yes yeah, like maybe know. i should just keep eating this way if it's not agreeing yeah. with me i mean everyone's biome is different right. microbiome yeah, microbiome. Microbiome. yeah it's different i mean like you're saying like you know we've tried a lot of different well not a lot not a few different diets i know i've tried a lot of different stuff yeah like um you know, I don't really like the word diet, but you know, I, you know, how did uh, RP, which is rena- strategy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nutritional <laughs> strategies, <laughs> some nutritional strategies. Uh, but RP, Renaissance periodization, right. I did that for a while. I know you've done the carb cycling. Right. Um, 
not full blown carnivore, but I've kind of played right. around with it. Um, You've been enjoying it though recently, haven't you? I feel fine. Okay. You know, like I mean, for those you know, carnivore didn't correct me, but it's uh, all meat, eggs, coffee. Majority, yeah. I mean, yeah. like in the news, yeah, finer tune. Like, yeah, so, but like I said, everyone's different. So, um, yeah. but John Wilborn, he said something about like still eating vegetables and stuff, and yeah. I haven't full. You know, like I've not one hundred percent carnivore by any means, but I've tried to like. 70 percent right. like you know i like to eat a fat ribeye hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah i mean who doesn't though right but um yeah i feel great i feel fine like i, I feel like my lifts are still mm-hmm. roughly the same or somewhat improved in some areas but yeah i mean but also you know i'm still doing everything else correctly i mean i'm not just you know it's such it's such drinking my face off and to fall into just saying like the one this is like the one thing that's going to be the uh like if my nutrition's good then Shit, I can still have beer, or I can still have like yeah. drink as much liquor as I want, or I can I do. But like you know, it's like the you know a lot of people use that with supplements. Like the little, like, I'm I got my whey protein. I'm fine, right? Right. Or oh, like man. you know, I'm I'm taking like a multi multivitamin. Mm-hmm. I'm taking like all this other stuff, but you can't like out supplement a bad diet. Have you heard of that? Like you yeah, can't you out can't, supplement a bad well, diet. Can, so there, like, there was another saying for that too. Like you can't. Outrun about or I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so you know, if you are at work a bad diet, yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, like you can, yeah, if you're still going to tear tear yourself down in the gym, but going home and crushing Big Macs or whatever, like I don't understand, I don't, I'm not getting any results. And and there's some other stuff, and there's people out there that can definitely function like that, and like, oh, there's genetic freaks, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I remember going to school with a guy that I, I don't know if I ever saw him eat anything green ever, like, he's just. But he do was shredded. Looked like he was chiseled out of stone. I don't doubt I, it. I would eat if I ate the same thing. I, it was like if we were eat the same thing every single day. I think I I probably would uh, be like six feet under because I there's no way I could be keep up with that like like either drinking or like not that he's like drunk or anything like that, alcoholic or anything. But I was like he could like he could go out drinking and eat like pizza or like stop at like the. 7-Eleven and destroy like taquitos and, and all that stuff like that. And then, oh yeah, I've been the next there. day it looked like he was like, "I'm ready to run a marathon," and like I'd be like, "I'm gonna sleep till noon." <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself right now. Yeah, like, I, I feel I feel like crap, or you know. And then you know, if it was the same kind of thing, if I like the same thing comparatively, genetic freak can handle all that stuff. And mm-hmm. for me, I would yeah. crush me. It would crush me. Like not you know, I don't know. It, no, it's no, no. Crazy how that works. And yeah, you know, I, and I don't understand. Man, it pisses you off too. Like, who is it? Is it Ocho Cinco that eats like McDonald's? Oh yeah, for like yeah. Every like fucking so many meal. That, yeah, and, and, and those dudes probably because they're like the one of the probably the highest level or tier peak athletes can get away. Yeah, with that I mean, when you get to that level, and then like you know, you're you can eat McDonald's for every meal, right. and you still feel fine, and you can still go out on the field and compete. I don't know. Wasn't he a better soccer player? I don't know. Right. He, <laughs> he had a bad head on his shoulders, didn't he? <laughs> Kind of mouthy, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but you, it's, you it kind of goes into the, yeah, I guess, what, the general, like we were saying, like you know, we've done a lot of different things or tried a lot mm-hmm. of different things, and some things will work better for some folks. And then, you know, I feel like I've learned more messing up other things, like you learn from your mistakes, exactly. Like, I do, I, I don't know, you know, I tried, uh, I went, I tried keto, I did one of you know, how was I, that? I tried it, like it as kind of explain keto as possible too, keto. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of variation on it, but essentially ketogenic would be trying to use your, you know, 
trying to it's almost like we the, this is the, the really dumb guy explanation of this so yeah this yeah, is yeah. Not out of a hey man by any means. there's nothing like we need that on this podcast i'm right for now. sure talking on my ass but uh for the most part if they i think like the easiest way i think about it is that it's since you're trying to wean yourself off of using carbohydrate so you're not trying to use you know which is essentially one of the major sources in the body it's carbohydrate for just about everything. Yeah, for yeah. everything. It's, it's so you weigh yourself your off and it goes to... So essentially, you, you're kind of like you're training your body to use fat. So as your energy source? Yeah, ketones and ketone bodies. Okay. And stuff like that. Essentially, it's converting um, energy in your body from instead of using carbohydrate to using like more like fat. Okay. I mean, you probably still use carbohydrate. There's some things in your body you, you can't like go without. So like ketogenic is... And essentially, you're going to just be super, super so, so low that you're going to be using essentially more fat than anything else. And a lot of times people will think that that means like fat on your waist or fat on your, you know, your hips, but it's not necessarily like this technically different. Like you were saying, well, I'm going to slim down and lean down because I'm doing that. Cause it's just going to burn through all the fat in my body. Sure. And it's not necessarily how it works, but um, like I said, dumb guy explanation. Essentially you're just trying to use as much of, you know, your fuel is going to be from fat um, rather than carbohydrate. So you said you did this for a while? I did it for a little I while. Um, I did it for like three months and I, I don't know if I was ever in ketosis or anything like that. Cause like, that's oh, yeah. the goal is to end up. So your body, your body and I don't think I could ever do it. Cause it was either, you know, for me, I didn't know enough at the time to be like, this is the better way to do it. I didn't have a lot of good strategies in place to like, make sure that I was eating enough of of the right thing where I, I was like just trying to eliminate as much carbohydrate essentially i was just going i pretty much ended up just doing more low carb than anything else so i tried uh, keto i don't think i was ever any ketosis i tried like the, the strips like this was like pee on the strips to see if your uh, if your this, body's in it yeah to test and all that stuff i like didn't that. know that i, I, I either i bought that. shitty strips or i just didn't know what I, you know it's like <laughs> i don't know how to pee on this thing, I'm, man. I'm doing this yeah but i was like uh, I, you know I, I read some articles on it on, on google <laughs> i know what i'm doing <laughs> so you know i i i I probably got sitting in my DMs. Yeah, me <laughs> some, <laughs> I, I didn't think I was going to bring that up on air, but uh, uh, no, uh, yeah. so you know, I think I did it for a couple, like a couple months. And I, I essentially was just doing without doing trying to do keto. I just did to look low carb. Um, I followed a, a couple programs that were designed to be this is like a keto for beginner kind of thing. Yeah, and just to keep it simple, stupid method kind of thing. Oh yeah, because that really works well for me because. Hey, man, I need baby steps. On here, baby. <laughs> I need baby steps on here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't ever, I never said, I never got really got into ketosis, but I sent, I learned a lot of like, of what I, I learned how not to do it in, in ways of like preparing food and preparing meals and, you know, trying to work like two part-time jobs and then so this go into, probably. yeah, it was a while ago. So okay. like, I was trying to figure out all that stuff and I was trying to like, figure out how to do four or five meals a day and like time Fuck. what I was working out. And it was like, I try to do so many things at once. And I think that's why I kind of just fucked myself on that. But I'm kind of glad I did at the same time because I learned more of like, Hey, this really worked for me. This not necessarily eating majority of uh, protein or fat or listen mm-hmm. like so low carb or anything. But I learned like some strategies of like, I try to eat really well and do the best I could in this part. And this worked really well for me, but this didn't work well. So like the nutritional plan was following this ketogenic, but 
I didn't obviously get into ketosis, but I learned, I picked up a, a nugget and pearl along the way. I'm like, okay, this is not for me, but I can take this into the next thing. And yeah. then like, I think we did RP together at one point. Yeah. And the fat loss one. you did really well with that. Yeah. Like I, you know, uh, that, you know, I, I don't know. It hit a template for me, which right. is, I, this was one of the one first diets I actually truly followed. And that, just having that template really helped me because it's like, all right, you eat it this much at this period. You eat this one after you work out. You eat it this much, much all throughout the day. And it's like, okay, this is how it's structured. This makes sense to me as opposed to just, I guess you listen to your body and just go eat whatever the hell you want. Right. But it told me to kind of give me a general idea of what to eat and when to eat. And it was like, okay, well, this is a. I have something to follow. Right. And usually I never before had that you before. you never had that, right? Yeah. Usually it was just kind of like, all right, just obviously eat all this. So in other words, you got a ton of structure and information. Yeah. yeah. Give me all the yeah. chips and salsa. Let me eat all that. <laughs> you know, and, this, and like you have no idea. And like I, it never occurred to me like, oh, that's about four ounces of meat. Oh, shit. <laughs> like I was eating like eight of these. Oh, my God. I think the first time I got a scale and I realized how much. Yeah. Meat, I was like, like, holy shit. What have I been doing? <laughs> like, sorry, buddy. Like, but, I thought I was eating healthy, but I was eating for four people. <laughs> but yeah, that put things really in perspective for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know, there is science to this shit. They're just not, you know, talking out of their ass. Right. But, um, but it's, okay. And that's what helped me. It's like, all right, now I got something to follow. When I put food on a plate now, it's like, okay, I know, kind, you know, like I don't weigh my food anymore, but it's like, oh, that's, yeah, that's about right. But you did at one point. No, like, yeah, wait, when I was so, on RP, like I was strict to right. like, yeah, but, whatever and, it said, I did. So that's one thing that I, I took away too, like that. I mean, I, I still, every once in a while, I use like a scale and stuff like that because I use, I do macros now, but like, it was very easy to now, after doing it for so long, you could just look at something and be like, all right, this is pretty much close to what I need. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Like, you know. You know, you're, it's not like you're weighing grains of sand. Like, yeah. I'm going to be fit or I'm going to be healthy if I mm-hmm. had three more grains of rice, picking out grains of rice and knocking them off the plate or something like that because I'm over, mm-hmm. you know. But like you're saying, like having that now, you have that frame of reference made everything a lot easier going forward, right? Yeah. Not You don't do RP anymore. No, I haven't done but, it in a real long time. That was like three years ago. You took ago. a lot of stuff that you learned. Yeah, now, yeah, like you're saying nuggets and pearls, man. Like, all right, it's like, okay, this makes sense. I know how to eat. Well, I don't know how to eat, but I know how, how much I'm eating when, you know, like when I should be eating, right. like after a workout, if I want to eat, whatever, I, this is why right. I should be putting in my body. Um, I mean, you know, and like, I think a lot of people like kind of what we're saying is like, they think, oh, I did this for two weeks. I should be right doing fine right now. It's like, no, you know, like, and I, then they get all, I haven't seen any results. Like everyone's different. Some people mm-hmm. might have results in a little that time. Some people might have in later that time. Right. But I think, I think I did that for few months i guess i was i remember he was doing it a while yeah i mean I, I, you know what is what's one of the sayings that they say that you notice in like four weeks and everyone else starts to notice in six weeks or is that something uh, it's not i, I don't so. know i've heard that before I, I don't know if that's true folks don't really pay any mind <laughs> to that but um no but i, I yeah. understand what you're saying but like i remember the first dude couple of weeks because i was eating a lot less i mm-hmm. you know hence this was a fat loss diet that i was just like man i don't feel like trash you know, yeah, well, you I ain't just, going to the gym, but I, I made myself go to the right. gym. And then all of a sudden it was just like, you know, a light bulb goes off in your head, like in the cartoons or whatever. It's like, okay, this is all starting to work. Like, you know, it's when I, in one of those competitions up at Roanoke, I hit my high snatch ever. And mm-hmm. I was like, and you were trying to lose weight. Yeah. Time, and right? it was like, Dropping wow. Weight. Okay. RP, y'all know what you're talking about. So it's crazy how that, like that works. And, and, and I remember we did, uh, I want to say for a while, I did the same thing with like 
the, the doing the different things. I, every time I would pick something away, be like, wow, this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I learned a little bit every time and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to do that ever again. But yeah, I learned from it or I know not to do that. Exactly. Or, you know, with the RP, it was like really helpful, like we were saying, for me to kind of like visualize how I should space out things like, Hey, when is a good time to eat? If I'm trying to train, like when's yeah. a good time to eat or when's time, you know? And, and I guess it is very true differently for like a spreadsheet is not going to be the optimal for it's not, one it's not person. For everybody. Right. Yeah. It's not a but, true magic bean formula that, Hey, you're going to have yeah. six pack abs because if you follow this for two weeks and it's essentially, you can do the best you can by someone by trying to give them the best amount of information that is going to have the, I would say when, the lowest hanging fruit change kind of thing. Like if some people just need like the structure, it's great. The structure is the best part. Right. But some people may need a little bit more. Some people need X, Y, you know, if they got health concerns, like, you know, I can't eat a specific kind of food, then that's probably where, I mean, but that's like the, and you pay for the service they get, you get access to people that are like, well, I have an allergy with this food and I can't eat this, all this. And they probably work with you. But Mm -hmm. in in other words, you know, there's a lot of other, it depends, (laughs) but I feel like one of the biggest things I did with RP was that I learned how to like kind of like budget my time with like making meals and things like that. Yeah. Like you actually had to go home and cook some stuff rather than just like, or like prepare in advance or, you know, get some fucking Cheeto. Right. (laughs) Or like, and I think, I I think I was working at the university when I, when I was doing this and I think like I would try to plan out my meals so far in advance that I, I would like lose the forest through the trees. I would be like so worried about and stressed about my next couple meals. So I was like, I learned like that structure was great for me because I like really yeah, thrive on the structure. I get, that. I get that. But like my personality was like, I'm now I'm thinking of like way too far ahead. And I'm thinking like, oh shit, I need to, I'm thinking of my next three meals before I finish my breakfast. And I'm like, okay, this is not working for me. Like, so I, you know, I didn't last very long on it, but <laughs> obviously that doesn't mean it's fine. RP is fine. RP is good. Yeah, I, I no. like them. But it, 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 the um, like they have a lot of good information they put out. But I just think for me, it didn't work. Yeah, but, I mean, like you know, like we're saying, like everybody's going to be different, and you just got to find what right. does work for you. You know, like you know, you carb cycling clearly worked. Yeah, I think. Well, I I think it was almost more that I, I spent more time focusing on what I was just doing. Like I did with RP, it was like figuring out the timing and for a lot of that it was like figuring out when you see before when you see after when i did the carb cycling stuff um i think i the biggest thing i learned was like like i used my fitness pal which is probably the, the biggest thing that i had was i just tracked my food and i essentially just paid attention to what i was eating it's like any, anything that passed my lips so like i would just put it in this and you know i i will do i still do it as like a habit but it's almost more yeah. just to make sure like i'm i'm still doing what i need to do but you know i, I kind of at, at one point i was like putting everything in, I didn't realize, you know, I had, you know, I'm trying, I was trying to lose weight. You know, I had this extra, you know, 500, 600 calories that I didn't even think about. I was, you know, put either putting in like extra creamer in my coffee or I'm like, you know, snacking and stuff like this. And I just didn't think about it because either I'm doing stuff and I'm not thinking about it or I'm like, man, I'm really hungry for breakfast. I'm going to have like five eggs or six eggs and I'm going to have like <laughs> right. three pieces of bacon and then shoot, I have some leftover turkey from last night. I'm going to toss that thing in there too. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden, I'm like, you're like 2,000, you know, not 2,000, but I was like 1,200 calories for breakfast. And then I'm like, in an hour, I'm going to eat. And then I'm like, we're not an hour. I'm like, yeah, hours, I like, I'm going to eat again. And then I you know, didn't really think about it. So I think doing the carb cycle, I just kind of paid attention to more of what I was, um, <laughs> what I was kind of put it into my body yeah. and then the helpful uh that t- style of eating which is low carb on a couple of days and higher carb on a couple other the other days 
was just kind of helping. I think at the same time, they just kind of hit at the same time that this kind of worked for me and I got better at just keeping track of stuff. So, I mean, I think it was probably the biggest thing other than, I mean, there's, I don't think there was a magic bullet with the carb cycling. It works for some folks, but I think it was just kind of figuring out what, all those extra what, things or what you're doing, what's yeah, working, what's out, not working. Kind of thing if I eat out. something, that, how does that make me feel? Right. Right. But with carb cycling, is what, three low days of low well, carb and I then one it, day of high carbs? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of variations of it, it, but I mean. Oh, so well, what's variation? Well, there's. So I did, there, oh, I, did okay. three, I did three. I thought there was only one variation. Um, I was just going based off what I read from Ron Fisher. That's like, I, that's kind of like a, po- a very popular version. And I think a lot of the people, three, the three low days, yeah, like three days, day, three days three on low, or two day days off. off. Okay. Yeah. And, and you could kind of split it up however you wanted it. But like I did three days where I, I did it. The first day was like the work recommended way. It was like do three high carb days and then like two really low carb days where you have like higher fat and higher protein. Mm-hmm. But and, the, and then the carb days are like your refeed days. Have you heard of like that? The refeed? Refeed. Uh-huh. So like refeed of them, like you're low, really low carb. And then the next couple of days, you're starting to add more carbohydrate back in. So you're essentially going these cycling high days and low days and stuff like that. And a lot of bodybuilders and stuff use that. And I didn't really know that that part of the thing. A lot of bodybuilders use it too. I mean, because uh, a lot of carbohydrate can, for a lot of people, hold water. So if you have a lot of carbs and like if you think – feel really bloated after eating a shit ton of pizza or bread or something like that because yeah. carbs can hold water and things like that. And But the, that's a really, really dumb guy explanation again. But um, the days that you'd have higher carbs and then you'd have the lower carbs. But some days I would, I started doing it. I felt better when I was doing like a high, a low, a high, a low, a high, a low. So like three days. So you adjusted to know like, okay, I feel better doing it this way. I felt better. As opposed to X, Y, Z. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people don't know or understand too, that, you know, um, I don't think they understand like, all right, if I eat this or do this, how is this going to react to my body? Kind of what we've been saying. And then you adjusted it to where you didn't like it, but then you adjusted it to where, okay, now this is, you know, hitting the spot right just here. Based, yeah, but just based on... I'm dialed in, baby. I, I think I did like two weeks of it or three weeks of it. And okay. I was like, all right, well, I'm kind of hitting maybe like a plateau, which is like super common, I think, for anyone changing anything, especially like in like dieting and stuff like that. I think it was like the hardest thing was like, you do you do so well for a while. Like, man, I feel great. First couple of weeks, I'm knocking out of the park. And then like that third week and you're like, all right, uh, jump on the scale. I'm actually heavier. I'm doing all the same things and, you know, but... You know, having that plateau was like, okay, maybe I don't feel so good. Maybe not feel so good. We say it like this, but I think I was getting to the point where like, all right, I'm starting, starting to kind of drag and I feel like I, I don't want to like, like fall low off energy. The horse. Yeah. And, and like, I just feel like I was either, you know, working out. I could just spend a bad week or something like that. But I was like, I'm going to try it. And they say an alternative is to do it like where you do, you know, space it out. Like you do, like I did Monday, Wednesday, Friday was like higher carb. And then like Tuesday, Thursday was lower carb. But you know, that just worked for me. And yeah. I mean, that's I just, what you got to find out is what works. So, and you know, I stopped, you know, I, I did that for a little while and essentially the, the, the big, like I said, the biggest thing that I said that worked for me was just keeping track of everything. Yeah. And after that, I could kind of have better aware. Like you said, with, you have like an awareness of what you're actually eating rather than I'm just eating to, if I'm hungry and I make this meal and the next meal is this and then a third meal or a fourth meal. So it's like, if you're not very consistent, I think that was the biggest thing that happened to me was that I was just very consistent and you're just doing not, it's not necessarily eating anything crazy. Like I wasn't eating like distilled, you know, 
peppers or like the <laughs> special like type of grass fed beef that you can only find at midnight and the hills of Radford or something like that. You know, it wasn't, wasn't anything like that, but you know, I, I kind of, at one point I was like, I've just been very consistent over the course of like the past month. And then, I mean, it took me probably like two and a half to three months to notice any really big difference just for me. I mean, yeah. I mean, super, I don't know. I don't remember how long it took me to start noticing differences, but if, you know, I also didn't put myself on a scale or anything right. too, just cause I knew I would add another layer of stress to myself. And it's like, you know, and it'd be like, oh, in the back of my head, start overthinking. It's like, oh, this shit ain't working. What the mm-hmm. fuck, you know? But I, I, clearly it is. And just, you don't have to go all that, but go by the way your clothes are feeling or by the way you're just feeling in general. I think just that was the me. biggest thing for me. Yeah, I was like, I started eating a little cleaner. Yeah, and you wake up and you're like, mm, I, I felt better. Fine. I didn't, not yeah. necessarily worked, looked at the scale. I think I did it like every third day I'd weigh myself, but like that was more of just to be like, kind of keep you on. Yeah, kind of like just for more shits and giggles. I wasn't stressed about it. Like I definitely forget sometimes and then I come back. But like there were some days where I'd be like, I'd wake up and I would not need coffee. And for me, that is like, uh, what that like if, yeah. I, if I'm not drinking, like I drink way too much coffee. It's probably for sure. But um, I've been been a lot better than in, than in the past. But like you know, some days I'd be like, I don't even need this. I feel great waking up. Yeah. Or I sleep you like, like you a have rock. energy levels all throughout yeah. the day. Like you know, that's one thing I noticed too. Is like you know, going to work from seven to four, then coming to train afterwards. Like, hey, I still feel fine. Right. Like I don't need no afternoon nap. I'm ready to get yeah. after it. You know, especially you get that little extra energy boost for me walking in. Like, all right, what are we doing yeah. today? I'm ready. Get yeah. this and, shit up. You know, it was it was definitely nice to be able to like not have yeah. It, it, after being very consistent and getting a feel for what worked best for me, you know, like I could then way, way relax because I wasn't stressed about like, man, is this working or not? You know, as I think a lot of folks have, um, like I have no idea what's happening with this. Like it, like some days I feel like this or some days I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, better or worse and it's going to happen. But like, you know, I, at one point I was, I was like, I'm, I'm not stressed about it anymore. I used to be really neurotic. I used to be really, really heavy. Like, when I came to Radford, so I think for like me, when, for in college, oh like yeah, when you first started, yeah, at Radford? when I first came to Radford, I was like super heavy, and uh, I think a little thick was, eponymous for sure. <laughs> I look like the Michelin man. Oh yeah, um, come over here if you thick. But, <laughs> Stay but, over there if you sit. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like I maybe I was. Everyone's like self conscious, but like I was. You're that heavy. I was, How heavy? I was probably like rough estimate. You think you're that heavy? I don't remember you being uh, that heavy, but that's also been. Um. Well, this is before you you. Uh, before, before you actually like start working yeah. out together and stuff. So I went to came to Radford, which would have been like 2011, 2012. I, I came off that surgery and all that, all that stuff. So like, you know, in high school, I probably weighed like, mm, I think maybe like from like 160 to like 170 or something like that. Like through your high school career? That's, high how, school, that's yeah. how much you range from? Like, like while I was an athlete, like lacrosse okay. and wrestling and like running. And we talked about that. Like, yeah. That's that kind of stuff. So like I essentially was just, I was constantly doing stuff. So I was always being active and, mm-hmm. I, you know, my metabolism, metabolism was probably really fast too. And then, um, I went from like a hundred to zero where maybe, maybe in a hundred, I was like maybe a, a 55. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I was just doing stuff all the time. And I'm like, and, and, um, with like wrestling, I stayed relatively lower weight because I was, you know, try to make weight and stuff like that. But I didn't wrestle, you know, every at four years, but I was constantly doing sports and then I got hurt and, uh, like we got hurt off season lacrosse and essentially just blew it up. Like for my senior year, I was like in an air cast for most of it. I had to get surgery for the next couple of years and, you know, drop out of 
not drop out. We had to draw withdrawal from college and then take community college classes because was this while I was still at Radford? Uh, so this is before this, this is before is I joined Alabama. Yeah, so I had to Roll withdraw time. and yeah, I had to withdraw <laughs> and then go home and get all these surgeries because at the time, like the only place I could do it, I think the surgery that I the, well, when I say the only place you could do it, the only good place I re, like quality like for what I had going on was like mm-hmm. I could have gone to like someplace in Washington. I got West. Or I could go to um, D.C. Well, I live in Fairfax, which is like right outside. So okay. I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to go home and get the surgery and all that. But anyway, so over the course of like two and a half years, so two and a half, almost three years, I didn't I would have any surgery and like mul- multiple surgeries and like PT and all this stuff like that. So like I, I think at one point uh, I went from... Well, so I guess when we go back, when I came to Radford, I think it was probably like 235 to 240 pounds. When you first came to yeah. Radford University, mm-hmm. what was what year was that? 2011. That's how much you were weighing? I, probably 230, 240. Really? Yeah. What are you weighing now, like 170? I weigh like 175 now. Okay. So, um, but that was that was only recently. <laughs> right, but, right, right, right. Well, that's when you started getting serious about stuff. Right. Like we what have, we've been talking about the whole time. More, more, yeah, more like into like what I'm putting in my body and that kind of stuff. For sure. Um, but yeah, so like I, there was, I did this three years, two years, I didn't do anything. I ate like I was an athlete or I was eating like I was, you know playing sports and all that stuff like that. And then I wasn't, I was playing call of duty. <laughs> I couldn't, I mean, I was sitting in a lazy boy with my foot up and a cast and all that stuff for a long time. Well, you couldn't walk or do anything, I guess. Right. I was in, yeah, I was really sick, man. I was in, at a, at a high school going to college, I had a nice cane dude. had had a, a, a couple of, uh, um, crutches that I relied on mm. for that. No, it was, I had an air cast for, did I, I haven't told you, have I ever told you the whole thing? Uh, you told me probably That's like the Reader's Digest version. Okay. Well, the Red Book well, version. Okay. So pour me the, another little drink. Oh, yeah. Um, the long, oh, maybe. Yeah, go ahead and give it a long story short. Yeah. Essentially, me. I had like a, lot uh, of people don't know about uh, a, a fractured ankle and I've played like a lacrosse game. Off you season. fractured playing lacrosse? Yeah. It was like off season. I thought it was one of those like. I have terrible angles and I, I've rolled them so many times. I know you have. Oh God. Um, and I, I can't remember who it was, but I, I, I knew I was like, it was an off season game. I essentially got hit where like my foot stayed in the ground and I went, like it was really muddy. My cleat stuck in the ground and I went over top and rolled over and I just felt like, all right, crap, we're just twist my ankle. And then kept running around a little bit, finished the game up. And then the next couple of days it was like, man, something don't feel right. Still kind of hurts. I know it's a sprained ankle, but something feels. You different. just thought you sprained it. Yeah, and I sprained my ankle before, so I was like, so you "This kind of feels a little big different. deal." Well, I, yeah, at first I was like, eh, "It's probably not a just big put deal." The old rice method on it in your phone. <laughs> yeah, like I just wrapped the crap out of it and then probably on it and all that. But like at some point, I think it was like a week after. I was getting close to like the next week of like going to play. I'm like, "Man, something right." Like I probably should be, you know, feeling either better by now or being able to. Anyway, so I went ended up having to go to like. The doctor and they essentially the first time I didn't get an x-ray, they were like, oh, it's probably just a rolled ankles. I did like a general exam and essentially they just said, well, if it's still coming, you know, if it's not healed up in the next couple of weeks, you know, week or so, come back and we'll do some more tests, or do mm-hmm. some stuff and whatever. So it didn't get any worse. I was walking around on it and stuff like that. I think I tried to exercise a couple of times and I'm like, okay, that doesn't feel good. So for a little while I was 
getting back into it and starting to feel a little bit better. And then all of a sudden it just, it was constantly hurting. I was just like, this is not good. You knew something was going on. Yeah. And at that point, like I had got a x-ray and said that I had a fracture in the ankle and it was like, I think a week later or two weeks later or something like that. And then essentially like the bone had kind of like started to heal bad incorrectly. So fracture. Oh shit. And then apparently the fractures were so small at the time when I did get an x-ray that they didn't come up. They were like, all right, or they either the thought was either it's a very, very small stress fracture or we can't like it's not big enough to warrant you need to get like surgery or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a small stress fracture. You should stay off of it and do therapy and all that stuff. This is what the doctors were telling Yeah. Like okay. doctors telling them like or like family doctors or whatever were like, just, you know, you should just do some physical therapy and all that kind of thing. Just walk it off. Anyways, like, yeah, I just, well, essentially <laughs> more or less. Yeah. Like kind of like I did, I, the, the, like the combination of it was either I didn't get an x-ray right away, which is probably what I should have got to see maybe would have better, better chance of seeing it. But anyways, so eventually, you know, did beat the, the physical therapy and all that stuff, not getting better, still, you know, still hurts all the time, you know, eating vitamin I like crazy. I prepared right? Um, so I was like, man, I cannot shake this. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm one, I'm trying to play my, yeah, my college coach, senior. Put me in so, coach. No, nah, I wasn't good at all, <laughs> but by any means, I'm just saying like, I was like, oh, I just want to play. I just want to go do stuff. Yeah. yeah. You move. And, you know, it's getting worse and ended up going to get a MRI. Cause they were like, well, we don't know what's going on at the MRI. You know, they're like, all right, well, we definitely see some fractures and some scar scarring kind of thing. And, right. You know, after a while, this is now over a couple of weeks, you know, finally got PT was not working. That's why I ended up like, all right, well, let's go to another doctor, get another MRI and all that stuff. So over the course of like the next like month and a half, two months, I saw like four doctors, five different doctors. I got an MRI from each one. They're like, you know, we're thinking that maybe you should just do this or this next guy would say we should do this or try something different. And then like. One time I we went to the doctor, the guy, one guy was like, supposedly worked with like the Redskins or something like that. And was like, yeah, you should just go do therapy. I'm like, well, I did that. There's a reason why I'm coming here. He goes, oh, okay, well, we'll see something else then. I'm like, what? <laughs> did you just anybody like, even know what the Well, hell? it was one of those, just like, did he just, is that his go-to? Like, we did, I don't know. That's just it, what he it was just kind of really thing. weird. Yeah. Like not taking you seriously or something? Well, it was almost <laughs> like, maybe he was like, oh, well, we'll just go do therapy. See what happens. Do, do physical therapy because that'll work. Or like maybe that was his go-to answer. I don't know. I'm just, this is just from from my memory. It make so, a lot of sense. So yeah, and so at this at a certain point, it's getting like progressively worse now. Where like they're like, all right, we're gonna put you in an air cast or a walking cast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they colored instead of like it's kind of like a maybe like a neon kinda, green one. I think I had one on my arm when I broke it. Now this one, um, okay, maybe this not. was like uh, like a gray and like blue thing. Anyways, Sick. it was it, yeah, it, it was uh, it kind of looked like a moon boot. It was like round on the bottom. I'm sure you've seen someone maybe walking around. Anyways, so I was walking around in this, and it's get, it just feels like it's getting worse and worse and worse. So finally, you know, this is when like you know, at, at some point I had to like we had to do something different, and that's when we ended up going to see the specialist and all. After time passed and all that, so so I went to go see the specialist in D.C. and Georgetown, and they essentially were like, "Yeah, this is a uh, a shoot." Now I'm blanking on the name of the thing. The, the dumb guy term for this is my so my speed. Um, the the 
layman's term would be like essentially the bone healed incorrectly. Right. And then your bone has like a blood supply, right? So when you are like growing bone or if you have an injury or anything like that, like the blood supply is very important because that's how you get all the sure. vitamins, minerals and all the things that help re, you know, replace and, yeah. and build. Heals correctly. Essentially mine was like broken in the fact that the ankle pretty much got no blood supply or the fracture had then started healing correctly to cut blood supply. And anyways, so essentially the ankle was starting to die. If that makes sense. Like yeah. Just, it wasn't getting everything it needed. Yeah. It's, it's like if you uh, put a rubber band on your finger exactly, and there's no blood getting to it. Yeah. Pretty okay, much. So it starts to like, just if you do it long enough, it goes to sleep. Right. And yeah. It it essentially like, just, hey, there's no, it's just going to die because there's nothing there to yeah. help it survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get you. So more or less it was just, I'm with you. Bro. I'm dying. So I'm like, you know, is this my twenties now? They're like, all right, so you're gonna have to get surgery to get an- this ankle surgery. And the surgery was, I, the, I know the surgery was called like a core decompression. And essentially, uh, the 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 way I think of it as it's kind of like a they were supposedly just jump start, like jump starting your car. Like okay. the battery dies, there's no current or there's no blood flow going to the ankle, so we're just going to maybe kind of how they do the uh, defibrillator. Oh yeah, yeah, or something or like, like that. Yeah, someone's <laughs> like on, on the medical shows and they're like shocking yeah. back life. Essentially, that was, the idea was that we're gonna restart and like we're gonna try to open up the ankle. So they drilled a couple holes in. And they took. Uh, bone out of my hip and then like stem stems or sorry stem cell from my hip they took bone from my knee and then kind of injected it like shocking somebody mm-hmm. inject it into the ankle to try to like stimulate some new growth mm-hmm. open up like kind of like open up a path for the like blood flow to kind of go through and they they typically do that kind of surgery on older folks that break their hips so like okay. in their 70s and 80s or like, you know, some lady fall down the stair. Yeah, help me. I fell down. So that's, that's how the guy told me. It was like, so we finally saw this guy after like seeing like eight, nine doctors. Anyways, this guy at Georgetown was like, yeah, you'll have the surgery, have it all done. And, uh, I only typically do this surgery on women who have fallen and broken their hip or in their eighties. I mean, not just women, but like, you know, this is the most common person I see. Right. So as a 20 20 year old or 19 year old, 20 year old. I was like, thanks doc. Damn, this is crazy. Like, you, you know, I can, lady. I'm struggling to walk because you know, my ankle is just getting worse and worse. And lo and behold, to find out that the entire time where I was, I didn't get the surgery soon enough. In other words, like it had gone like really, really far further than it should. So it started he- healing incorrectly until you finally decided, like, yeah. okay, we got to get. So at, at one point it was kind of like, at this point, I've been walking around in an air cast for months and all this stuff, yeah. which is just making it worse and worse and worse. And so I, but I didn't know any of this stuff. And like, you know, man, I, I had so many MRIs. I probably had like 10, 15 MRIs. Good God, the bro. Over the course. I of, didn't realize it was this like intense. the start to the thing. Yeah. Like, well, it was like two and a half years, three years total. So anyways, like total time, I guess, from like injury to like being fine. So. I'm sorry, I'm kind of rambling, but no, essentially man, the, good stuff. I didn't realize it was this in depth. Yeah, the, I just thought it was just like, all right, you roll a drink, or bro. You're fine. Yeah, it was. It was um, way. It's like one of those. I kept thinking, like, man, this is still going, or this is. I thought it was I'd say after three now. years, like, yeah, is that what you said? Two or three years? Yeah, it's like two and a half years, three years. So, after, anyways, I got the surgery and all that, and it was it was getting better. So, like, I had to spend like a couple months of me just sitting like in a lazy boy chair with my foot up. Cause I had like this cast up to like pretty much like the middle of my thigh yeah. and like for, you know, the recovery was like 
you know, they just like knee surgery, they want to get people up and moving around as soon as they can. So in my case, I just kind of had to let almost almost like they poured concrete and they're like, all right, we're going to let it set. And then we're going to start you doing stuff. So I did that. Got all the surgery done with that. Then sit, had to sit up for a while or lay up for a while with that. And then the goal was to start to do physical therapy. Okay. So at this point, I guess the backstory in this is that while I was doing all this stuff, my pain was getting a lot worse. And like, so you just knew you were not getting, well, it was just like before I got the surgery, like all the, a lot of the doctors were like, we don't really know we're going to do therapy or we'll try this or this kind of thing, but we'll give you something for the pain. So like, they'd be like, all right, well, here is Vicodin. All right. So here is that. So I spent like a lot of time taking pain medication without really knowing what's going on. It's getting worse. Yeah. And so I became really reliant on the pain medication. So like, you know, to sleep or to like essentially to do anything, I really needed it. And I essentially became like, I mean, it was like a drug addict is not a harsh word to say, but I was so reliant on that because I couldn't you, sleep for like, you were relying on the pills to sleep. Yeah. Cause I couldn't, the pain was so bad in my ankle that I literally yes. couldn't sleep. It'd yeah, be like, you had to have people, it. They thought at one point they, they were like, this is like restless leg syndrome. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. Get up and run around. I, yeah. And I've read a couple of different articles on it. Some people think it's not real. like it's in your brain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But like, so I tried all kinds of medications for that. Cause they were like, maybe it's just that. Maybe it's like a, you know, you just did. But for whatever reason, it's like like that, only with your lower leg. So I did medication for that, and then so, anyways, I it was like I couldn't sleep at all. Like the the I think I had to take I had to wake up every four hours and take like another pill. Yeah, and I was just like kind of living like that for oh, so gosh, long. Bro. And then yeah, after a while, it had been some tough times for you. Well, and it was like after a while, it was like uh, all right, so Vicodin doesn't do anything for you. So we're going to give you Percocet. Wait, then, wait, wait, it wouldn't do anything for you. So after my like tolerance this, was so Oh, high. so you just, your body just right. said, nah, we, this ain't doing it. You'd be like, I had to take, essentially like the cocktail was like two Vicodin and then like two ibuprofen. So I could like go like sleep through the night or, or that can, or like go through the day or whatever. Sure. So, you know, I do at this point, this is all kind of going on. Like I put school on hold because like I had to do. I essentially was sitting in a lazy boy for a long time in the recovery part. So that took like a month or two months or so then slowly doing the PT and all XF, get that going. And then, um, I, you know, I wasn't doing nothing except eating like a fiend. So I was, I, mean, I was, what else could you do? Yeah. Like if I went to like with some, like if I, we got like Chipotle, out. I'd be like, please bring me two extra on everything <laughs> twice. So like, um, yeah, you know, like when I was walking around in the boot, we used to do this thing like every Thursday at the this local wing place would be like, oh, you can eat wings. Dude, I I think about it now. And if I just sit down and eat those, I would have thought you were trying to torture me. Like how many like <laughs> things I was like trying to eat. They'd be like, all right, we're going to have like, you know, I'd be there for like two hours eating wings, like like pretty much the entire time. So, yeah. And so anyways, back to the, the ankle stuff. And uh, essentially the lungs, the long and short of it is that I ended up being so reliant on the pain medication. And I think what was the only, like one of the other things I was doing was just eating with that. Just mm-hmm. real, you're supposed to eat with like the medication or wherever you have bad reaction or stomach reaction. So I'd always have big meals every time I had to take. So I was like constantly eating throughout the day because I had to take all these meds out today. So be like, sure. anyways, yeah. So the other side of it was that, 
So I'm taking all this stuff. I'm taking all the pain medications. Vicodin doesn't work anymore. I take Percocet. So I'm taking a lot of Percocet. I'm oh. taking a lot of like, so like I could have been a dealer if I had to change a different career. Say, like, a lot of people start hitting you up well, too. You make yeah, a little extra I had cash. A, a, a different career choice. Thank God I didn't go that direction. <laughs> but, um, I don't understand how he's making so much money. Yeah. He's just, he's, a, he's in such a good mood all the time now. <laughs> but so when I got hurt, apparently I had a tumor in that ankle. Like that a tumor grew while this whole rehab. It could have been, or they, or just, they, just, they don't necessarily know. They were like, hey, it could have been, you could have had it an entire life. And then the injury moved it because at some point I was doing the PT and then I was still Fuck not getting dude. any better. Like they did the surgery. They're like, surgery successful. Everything looks good on the MRIs and all that jazz, but you're still having like a ton of pain, like couldn't sleep. And, you know, you don't, I didn't sleep a lot. So like, like weight gain, eating a lot. So I was like, like super heavy. I was not sleeping a lot. Wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of sitting in the, you know, playing Call of Duty and watching Family Guy and movies and stuff because I couldn't go out and run or exercise or whatever. Because yeah. you know I'm walking around in this big air cast and or walking around with a cane or a crutch or stuff like that. So like, you know, it's kind of I, I was kind of also like maybe on the uh, the personal side. Like you see a lot of your friends go away to college. Yeah, you're my there. Facebook was like killer because like you can see all people are out of parties and stuff like that. And people, you're the guy like, that's people, sitting there doing nothing. I'm sitting on my ass eating ice cream watching Family Guy, man. So, anyways, um, I mean it was Ben and Jerry, so I guess it was pretty good. But oh, yeah. um so anyways, the I had to go get a surgery like within the next year to remove the tumor. So like, it was non-cancerous, but the tumor essentially was pressing on the nerve. So like the well, Did you feel any of this? Like, did you like like oh there might be something wrong, even if there was a tumor could have been there. Well, we didn't know because like, like this surgery no doesn't get done on a lot of people. So right. like there is one of those situations where like, we don't really know how this, I mean, I do this on people who have fallen and broken their hip. So like, we don't do this on 20 year old. I mean, I wasn't an af- professional athlete, but we don't yeah, do it on 20 year old. Someone people. like you coming in. Or yeah. Right. So I'm not like it was like the first person to ever have that surgery, but the guy that doesn't do that, he's like, this is probably one of the first couple times, not first couple times, but this is probably only one of the few times I've really ever done this. This is rare. And I it's get not that. like I was like, oh shit, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like he's going to be looking up on like, all right, step two, you cut into the ankle. And then mm-hmm. step three, like he's not scrolling up a Wikipedia page or like WebMD and like, all right. Like, so, I mean, the guy was really good, very good. The Georgetown Hospital was really great, but like not, doesn't happen a lot. So they are kind of thinking like, well, we don't really know what the, what's going on now again. So we're back to like that whole song and dance. Anyways, so figured out that the tumor was so small that they couldn't pick it up on any of the scans. Well, I don't know what the scan is that you have to take like a whole bunch of like radioactive dye. Anyways, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I, I, thought like you take, I thought the MRI just this. put the dye in it. Well, the MRI, you just go on the tube and you come back out. It's like, it just like, takes like the, like the, um, the, the radio, the scan that does a radioactive dye makes essentially anything that light up. That's not supposed to be there kind of thing lights up like on the, on the skin. So they finally did one of those after like they had no reason to do it before. So they're like, well, I guess we'll look for tumors or anything like that. Yeah. So I did the scan. You had to drink this like, like stuff that has radioactive, like I'm, I'm going to mess that up. It's like some radioactivity, radioactive material. It's not going to like make you grow like the Hulk or anything like that. Essentially as it just shows up on the skin, it's such a small amount, but they found out there was a tumor. So the next year I had to go back in and was get what's called like a radio frequency ablation. Essentially like they stick this hot needle in your ankle and it blows up the tumor. Okay. Just burn it up and kill, pretty much kill it and move it off. So, so just expose or dissolves in your body, I guess. Uh, body yeah. Just it. Burn it up. Yeah. And it, I mean, I have scar tissue and stuff like that. So I think oh, it's, okay. it might still be there, but like essentially they were pretty much moved it and 
often like what they thought was pressing on the nerve. Mm-hmm. So that was like within the year. So I like two surgeries within the year. I got, well, like one surgery was like November and then the next one was like in October. So like of yeah. the next year, so about a year away, I had the other surgery. So, um, so in that time, like I said, they were giving me perk set and Viking wasn't working. And so but at that point I was, I needed, I couldn't like, couldn't sleep if I didn't have it. So no. when I went to get the second surgery, I had to wear a monitor because they had to give me Oxycontin. And that I was taking like the highest dose they could give the person my size. And I had to wear a monitor so that if I fell asleep and stopped breathing, it would wake me up. So I would keep breathing. So I, the dose was so heavy, so strong. Cause they had just, all the other doctors had just, been Fuck, giving, had just been giving me like, here, just take this, like take two, call me in the morning. Yeah. So I just took all like this medication for a couple of years and you know, so I had like a severe like dependence. I almost had to go like get weaned off. Like so you almost got you probably got addicted. You think? Yeah, I was definitely addi- like I mean I legitimately had like pain, but like you know I I couldn't I, I had to try to space it out as much as I could because I'd be like well like my mom would like have like this sheet of written down like all the times like here's the next time you can write down or here's the next time you can take it right so I could be like there's like a little chart it was almost like a every four to six hours she'd be like all right he took it at five oh five. Then it'd be like nine hours. All right. You took it at, or six hours. You took it at nine o'clock. Right. So I literally, that was like for the couple of, like a couple of months within a year, I had to do that. Just had to log everything. So I wasn't getting too much. But at that point, my tolerance is so high that I had to take the heavy ass drugs. So like I'm in the hospital. I have this thing attached to my, my shirt essentially to keep me from not falling asleep and forgetting to breathe because the medication was so heavy. Sure. So, yeah. So, so anyways, so I was at that level of like meds and for like the entire time. So I had like to do the, like get weaned off of all the heavy drugs and stuff like that mm-hmm. after like doing so doing therapy, which is like really painful after all that stuff. So it was like, had to do that at the same time. I'm trying to get off of it. Yeah. And, you know, so like I have a really high tolerance for a lot of this stuff now, like any medication, like right now for every reason, like I have super high tolerance for like, like if I take a, Benadryl, it doesn't do anything. You know, like people are like, oh, it makes me really tired. Yeah, like, I, no know how that is. Like, I, I used to be able to, the, this is maybe not good to say, but <laughs> like if I had to drive somewhere, like if I was in a car and had to drive, yeah. and, like you're not supposed to be driving while you're on like, like it and all that stuff like right. that. Like, you know I mean? I could take like four, I didn't just I could take like, like four of them and it would be no, no big deal. So go operate you know, heavy machinery. Or yeah. I, I would be like, <laughs> no problem. Super steady. Man. What y'all need? Yeah. So anyway, so the, you know, in that whole long ass rambling story, sorry about that. But uh, yeah, it's good. That was good. I didn't know it was that intense. Yeah, like so, I, I don't remember the uh, tumor part at all. But it's like over the course of that, I, like, told me that. I like I wasn't active at all. Like I did nothing except eat, and then I had the drug issue. <laughs> so I had the drug issue. So anyways, you know, I didn't sleep a lot. I think I, you know, I probably sleep for four hours, and I have to wake up and take the meds, and so, so like that's pretty much like that. For, fucking yourself up. Yeah, so I was like, really jacked up. Years. I was like 21, 21, 22. So. Like at the time where most people are like starting to like really take off. And yeah. Like yeah. Graduate. Like like find the careers. I just up. Yeah. So for me, when I came to Radford, I think, like you said, it was like two thirty five, two forty, 240 or something like that. I'm like five, nine. So it's not that tall. So, <laughs> Hey man. <laughs> so five, nine. That's I'm, hey, I'm right but, there with you, bro. But yeah. So then we talked a little bit about like getting started in like the fitness stuff on the last, the last one. Um, but like, I kind of like, it was one of those, like, I need to do a sport. I need to do something. You got to get know, yourself back out I there. Did, I did the therapy and, and long story short on the rest of it, but is that I, I eventually, you know, the guy was like, you know, 
the doctor was like, you'll be able to play sports and set and run again and, st- and do stuff. You just have to be really careful and probably wear braces and stuff like that for the rest of the time. Like, like you have to wear like a big ankle brace. He gave me like these things. Like it looks like, like hockey skates that you have to like wrap. So I, I used to play like ultimate. I have like two hockey skates. Hockey what? Skates. They look, they're, you have like hockey skates are really big and fat. Sure. So I just had to mash my foot into this cleat with this big ass brace on there. Essentially. So I wouldn't roll my ankle ever again and like break it again. So there was just like a preventive measure. Like, hey, you'll probably be okay. Just don't fuck it up again. <laughs> so I've never rolled the ankle, that ankle again. I've rolled the other one, my good one, pretty good a couple times yeah. since then. But I've never had an issue with that. And you know, when I came to Radford, I was like, I'm going to start playing sports or I'm going to, like we talked about, mm-hmm. I got an ultimate stuff. And that was really fun. It was the casual. I was like, I need to lose, you know, to get start shits. Yeah, I'll lose weight and stuff That's like really that. So, going. Um, I think there, I don't even know if it's on there, but I used to have like, there was like photos of me. We went to Bermuda with my brother and my parents. Like uh-huh. as like they did that. Like when we like it was like essentially like a couple like it was like a Christmas and birthday present for both of us kind of deal. Like right. we're both of us getting ready to go back into school because I had to take time off. So when he um he was going getting ready to go to school and then I was getting ready to go to school again, go to Radford, my parents were like, We'll see something big, like instead of like a you know, Christmas, we'll do Christmas and birthday present. We'll just do a trip and do it all together and stuff like that before y'all leave. So we did that. And then there was like, I remember looking at photos and I was like, when I was like two thirty, two forty five, I looked like a totally different person. I looked at it like probably within past couple months. Mm-hmm. I think we say like five months ago or something. I looked at it last night. I look like a totally different person, but these on your Instagram uh, or Facebook or something, or are they not? Are I, don't they not? I was going to say, I don't, I don't have know to go on there Facebook. check um, them out. I think they might early be early CrossFit days of I'll find those again. And yeah. I think they might be on Facebook. I can't remember. It's like a Bermuda trip or something like that. But yeah, they, I was like, like totally different person. So yeah. So that, that was kind of like how I really started like at that point coming back into getting, trying to get in shape and like, yeah, you Thomas, hey, we like got that. a kick at a nickel here. So like, I, you know, I had no, it, you know, no like self-control with like, cause I spent two and a half years eating whatever I wanted and didn't really, you know, didn't I mean, work that out takes or anything a lot like of that. So power and sheer will and yeah. just to get back up on that horse, man. I mean, so especially after living that type of lifestyle, would you say yeah. like a couple of what, two or three years? Like about two and a half years, three years like that. Yeah. So. Then you're like, Hey man, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I, I gotta turn it around. Cause the first, yeah. First surgery was like 2009. Next one was like 2010. Yeah. So it was about over the course of like two and a half years from like start to finish or so, no. but it's almost like a David Goggins story. Well, like. I, it's one of those, like, I don't know. I kind of use it on a lot of my, like, <laughs> like when I'm applying to something, I'll use it as like a, a well, <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe it's not like a, a, a cop out. Like it's that, not a but, cop out by no means. Well, I think, I mean, it's a, I mean, fuck, I'm getting named up. Like, fuck, let's roll, man. I want to go throw something around there. Yeah. I was like, man, man, I didn't know it was this deep. Yeah, it's, it, it was a uh, guy over It's a lot. Just, it was a lot. And it's like, I I, I, could, I think about it every once in a while, like, in the mid, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, like blow it up and make it more big deal than what it was. But I was thinking about, like, I, I'm so happy where I was now. So, like, I'm glad. Like, for example, like, uh, I could go out at any time right now and run and do any workout or do whatever. I don't have to wear any braces. I've never had to use them recently. So you don't feel anything or any pain out of this ankle but at I, all? Or? I, I didn't. I, I still was like really stiff all the time and I still had like pain every once in a while. You know when Just, it's going to rain? Well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hear but actually it is really stiff in the cold. But, uh, <laughs> is, but like when I was getting back into like, you know, playing ultimate and all that stuff, like I would still have pain every once in a while. Like if let's say I got like, 
you know, I ran like the entire weekend, the next couple of days, it'd feel like I was like, Oh shit, my ass is in a sling for the next no. couple of days. And then it wasn't until I started doing CrossFit that I really started like losing weight and feeling better. And I didn't have any ankle pain. Like it used to be like, I was, it was kind of always in the back of my mind. And then like I started eating better and, and then lifting when the gym opened and stuff like that. And you just treated your body. I started losing, yeah, yeah. I started losing weight. And then like, the it would stuff. be one of those, I like, don't even think about it. Like I honestly don't even think about it anymore. I forget like every once in a while, like it's like, you know, my, when like it's really cold, like, I'm like, man, my is really stiff. And then I like in my mind, I'm thinking about, Oh yeah. Well, I haven't really felt like that. And like seven months, eight months. I haven't really noticed it. I just, it's like normal now. Yeah. 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 Or like before. You feel hundred percent. Yeah. Like so this never happened or something. Not like it never happened. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, for me starting, like when I came back to, back to the, sorry, a long, long way, long road, like I didn't really like get into like eating better until like the past like couple of years. Cause it was something like I'm exercising really hard back yeah, to how I used yeah, to do it. But then I really started figuring out to improve our performance. Yeah. That's also, yeah. This and I'd be game. like, Hey, if I, I can eat whatever I want, I'm going to lift heavy. I'm going to try to go out and bang heavy weights. What I thought was heavy. And then, uh, <laughs> then I'd try to do all that stuff. And then I'd be like, I was still like, I was getting back into college. So the stuff that I missed, mm-hmm. like getting into it. So like, I was already 21 before I came to Radford, so like I could go to the bar and stuff like that. And all. Yeah, um, so you were just kind of in prom time. But right yeah, so I was like, ankle. I'm still eating like uh, and going out and having a good time on the weekends and stuff like that. But like, you know, I didn't put a lot of it into like I need to really eat better to feel better and do better in athletic performance or, you know, in the gym and all that stuff until like the past couple of years. And I mean, I work in the gym, but I still was not very good at like, you know, I think I, I ate decent, but I just didn't like pay attention to anything of like portions or I didn't like think about, Hey, I'm going to eat good all week. And then yeah. my buddies are coming into town and just, we are hammering let's just go like, get out beer and pizza and I'm like, hey, and yeah, crush I'm like, yeah. and the next stuff like that. So I didn't really pay attention to that. And then like when we talked about it a little bit, was that like, you know, we, I think now, you know, after eating well for a while and feeling so good and not having all the good positive things with it. I'm like, not that I don't ever go back and like, you know, you know, I, for example, like when we had like Thanksgiving or something like that, I'm embarrassed, oh, embarrassed myself eating I'm, uh, dude, when we get around Fiona's dessert, like re- insane amounts of that. I felt like crap the next day because I don't uh-huh. eat like that, but it was so worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. I mean, but that's it, what we're trying it, to say is yeah. that, you know, we don't, we don't do that twenty four seven. We splurge once. Like last right. night, I ordered a pizza when I got home. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. we uh, we ordered okay. pizza on the other night. So, like this is the middle of the week. So. Yeah, but and and one of the I guess the now and the grants now they'll look back and I'm just talking about it and I look back at it and like one of the guys that I always like their stuff is like the power athlete guys and like the uh, John Wellborn and them guys. They always have like don't be weird rule. So like I try to do don't that be weird every, rule. Don't be weird. So like anytime you do like anything nutritionally, like you're trying to eat better and stuff like that and you're on this nutrition plan or you're starting paleo or you're starting keto or you're starting whatever and it'd be like you don't want to go somewhere and then make everything about your food like you don't want to stress constantly be thinking about or be really neurotic about like oh my gosh i'm going to be over my macros or i'm going to be over my calories or i'm going to be you know i have a slice of cake at someone's birthday party mm-hmm. like i can't because i'm on this diet thing yeah yeah but you bring your own food and your own tub or yeah there. or you don't want to be that guy that's it's like, like going like- to the bar and Everyone's having a beer and you're just sitting there with the water because I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying you should yeah, go drink, yeah, but, but uh, like I, I'm going to go to someone's birthday party and they offer me a piece of cake. I'm for time. sure taking yeah, it. So, you know, 
But if you apply it into a lot of things, I feel like if you don't, if you stress about that, like if you're constantly stressing about the food, you almost don't want to, it's almost makes it really hard for you to succeed because mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about anytime I fall off the wagon, I'm, oh my well, God, that, it's yeah. going to be so bad. That's part of the reason I didn't want to weigh myself because like, oh shit, I gained like two pounds. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, no. And then now you swing back to the other yeah, side. Yeah, now I'm you're like, like, don't even know what the hell is going on. Now I'm going to restrict. Add more stress. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to restrict. I'm not going to eat any. This is just not working for me. Then I'm and just going to go And I, uh, I was like slope. that for a while when I was getting back to it. I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to have like ice cream at a party or I'm going to have like, you know, someone was like, Hey, I got a milkshake. Do you want it? I'm like, yeah, sure. F it. I'm going to have another one. And I'm going to go order a pizza now. And then I have like this whole weekend. Like I ate great the entire week. And there's like tons of memes, like ate great all week. And then on the weekend, oh, you crush it. yeah, it's called balance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, pizza, beer. And like- yeah. So, I mean, for, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be on like a pedestal on my high horse, but I was like, for just, for me, it was like, I started feeling better about it. And doing better when I didn't stress sweat the small stuff. Yeah. And I started to make it like, all right, I know I'm doing well on everything else. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back to I'm gonna have pizza or so pizza and beer one it. weekend, I know I'm not gonna eat like that every yeah, other you're day. You're not doing it every other day. Not, lunch, breakfast, you know, lunch and dinner. We do Mexican every Wednesday. Sure. Like Mexican food every Wednesday. So yeah, I, but that's awesome. But yeah, I mean uh, over the scope of the entire week, if I eat great all week and I have a uh, uh, you know I crush an entire two bowls of chips and all that. Okay. Maybe it's not the best idea, but you know, it's very it's not rare. Kill you. It happens all the time. Yeah. yeah it's and, not, and you know, you're so dedicated and like, uh, so, uh, dedicated. What's the other word am I looking for? So, um, not balanced, but you know, you're, uh, <clears throat> consistent. There you go. Damn. For those who know how to talk. Yeah. But like, you know that, all right, tonight's fine. Tomorrow I'm back on my grind. Yeah. No big deal. It's, yeah. I, I and it's no biggie, man. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I, the don't be weird rule. I try to apply it on a lot of the other things, like of you know, if you if you're gonna stress about it, it's, is it worth doing? If is it worth doing if you're gonna constantly stress about it? So like, if if it's I was not. gonna try something new, and it's gonna be scary for sure. Like, hey, doing a podcast, like, hey, it's kind of exciting though. At the same time, as you're doing something new, but yeah. it's scary at the same time. But you know, if if you're doing the podcast and you're thinking like. Oh my gosh! Every time you do an episode, is someone going to like it, or is it is it going to turn yeah. out the way you're going to just drive yourself? Yeah, nuts that whole that. stuff comes in back in your yeah. head, overthinking it, and, and that, there's we goes back to that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I'm not doing it right. Or and you could be yeah. doing really well, and then people, you know, it'd be like, you know, I feel like we have a good conversation no matter what, even if nobody's listening or if, yeah, yeah, but like, I, a ton of people listening. Well, but, that, you know, and I, I, this is a spark my thought. Like, I don't, I didn't do this, you know. Oh, trying to make tons of money from podcasting, which I mean, obviously, if you're Joe Rogan, you can't. But I mean, I you know I got the cheapest setup I could do. Right. But also, it was just more of the benefits of like for me, for you to come out here and just share thoughts, talk, work on my communication. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, I feel like everywhere I go, like you know, when we go out to eat and we start bullshitting about something. It's like, well, this is a podcast, okay, you know. Go. Even though I'm not an expert in anything by no means. Oh, for but, sure. I mean, neither. <laughs> you know, and, and like you know, I got a few nuggets and gems and pearls that I. Maybe I can share it with the rest right. of the world. And like, you know, if you don't want to listen to it, then don't listen right. to it. But yeah. this is, you know, like we're talking about other hobbies and getting into new stuff. This is kind of fun. Like, mm-hmm. That's I really kinda, fun, I, I don't, I'm enjoying this. I've been looking forward to it since, yeah. since we did the last one. I was, like, like, I, I was upset. Like, when you, when, like, I knew, like, oh, we spent all day with mom yesterday. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't get to do it tonight. <laughs> you know? And I was like, and when I had to say, like, man, you just want to shoot for tomorrow. I was like, right. damn, you know, I was really, like, looking forward to it. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, and now it's just, like, you sit down, you hang out with, Whoever you want to yeah. bring some people you're interested in, and hopefully have some like boy. This was a good conversation. I didn't know you had the tumor and stuff. Yeah, you know? it's, it's uh, I, I 
I'm in, I used to say it all the time, but it's I used enjoyable to, for me. Like, I used to like not tell, not say anything about it because it'd be like, all right, you know, what's that joke? Or like, ask a crossfitter about crossfitting. Oh, two and yeah, a half hours. exactly. And that being a, I'd always be like, I used to tell people about it, and then you guys just see everyone's eyes glaze over, and they'd be like, yeah, this guy talking ways. Yeah, so I, I it's been a long time since I actually gone through the whole thing and I think about it. So yeah, it's but I mean, like it's kind of cool. I mean, it's not. Well, yeah, you know, it, it's saying. interesting. It's interesting, and and not not to get. Like, I got interested in it. Super corny or hokey, you know, like hokey or anything like that. Um, hokey. but hokey. Sorry, roll tight. Um, <laughs> uh, Commonwealth Cup, baby. Uh, what is it? A uh, uh, corny or whatever. But like yeah. you know, as one of those like the you know the mysterious ways kind of deal. Like I mm. I, I had never gotten hurt. I, I would have never came to Radford. I would have never met. And it's kind of like one of those, like the butterfly effect, right? Butterfly flaps his yeah, wings yeah. twice and in like a volcano or something like that. And then it's, yeah, comes exactly. Back to life yeah, and, or and, and like, uh, you know, we got the turtle flu again now. So anyways, the, <laughs> you know, but the, uh, <laughs> that was from last week, uh, for, but like, I would have never met, uh, anybody I mean, down here. You would have never went down this fitness road. I would have never done that. I would have never met Sarah, who is my wife. So I would have never met her. Sarah Bay, shout out. <laughs> I never came to Radford. So it was like, yeah. everyone, when I think about it, it's kind of like, I am actually happy that happened because I could be doing whatever. I mean, I could be happy somewhere else, but I'm way for sure happier here doing this now. Yeah. than yeah, you know, like I mean, happier as in like, you know, I could have gone and done, finished school out at, you know, Alabama or done whatever I wanted to do down there or like finished all that stuff. And, but like, I think I'm, I'm way happier than, you know, I just, just, I mean, it's impossible. I guess it's impossible for you to know, but I guess like the thing, I would have never met you. I would have never mm-hmm. met like anybody at the gym, all those great experiences and like person or personalities and relationships that, that I have with all those folks. Yeah. And then the, you know, I would have never met Sarah, things like that. So I don't know. The well, mysterious came, ways kind of deal. So. You ever came up? Tragedy? Is that the right? I don't know if a tragedy is the right word, but you know, you hear all these success stories like, uh, you know, The Rock, you know, he moved to, I forgot where he moved, but he only has $7 in his pocket. Right. And right, right. That's why he started $7 Productions. And I look at him, mm-hmm. like one of the best actors, one of the most richest people in the world. And, and, and it's, yeah, he's like one, it, one of those people that's super those, driven. Yeah. yeah, one of those inspirational stories is like, fuck yeah. And supposed to, you know, like I was talking about earlier, it's like, oh, I'm getting excited again, <laughs> man. Like, let's go pick up something heavy, you know? Yeah, I, I, it's a, it's, it's crazy that, like, I, I don't, like you said, go back to think about it. Like, not, I'm not trying to talk about myself all the time, but like, yeah, every once in a while I'll think about it. Like when we have like a, like really, like really shitty day or something like that, you're like, think about like, I'm, I'm, I'm get to do this stuff though. You know? Like yeah. Before, we get to go work out. Yeah. Like I get to do that or, Hey, I get to go to work and I get to go do all this stuff. Whereas a lot of folks, you know, mm-hmm. like the $7 in your pocket kind of deal. Like yeah. at least you had seven, right? Right. So, you know, and I just think about stuff like that and people like that, they're like, that's why like, I think so many people respond well to them is like to have, you know, they, especially like the rags, the riches story are pretty insane because like, not, not that, uh, um, that means that you've made it if you're like super wealthy, but I mean, you know, he's super successful mm-hmm. starting from like nothing and then becoming successful. It's more impressive that he's become successful rather than like, he's got, obviously he's, the rock is insane because he's, Got, he's in movies and he's in all this oh, stuff. He's in everything. Tequila. That whole that whole like process of him getting started and going through all that crazy stuff and like I think a lot of people like that kind of thing because it's like, well, shoot, like that happened to me or mm-hmm. you know, not not that I'm going to go out and spend all my money, so I start with seven dollars in my pocket. <laughs> but you know, yeah, all those things. A lot of people like, and that's like a good feel good story. 
you know? Oh, it is. So and it's, it's definitely like inspiring, but super inspiring. I mean, it's one of these things, um, you know, we've talked about it in the past, you know, like competitions and stuff, you know, you might not be able to get to where you are. So I want to thank this, but it's like a humbling experience when you learn, like you're on the low end of life or you're having right. to get over the obstacles to get to where you want to be. And, you know, you got to learn how to lose sometimes as oh, opposed gosh, to, yeah. As, yeah, you know, as opposed to like, where you just everywhere you go, you're always winning. You gain this ego, no matter what. You're just a cat What's, in pajamas. That's like the. <laughs> I'm just imagining a cat in pajamas. Right? Sorry, <laughs> the internet is destroyed. Hey, Wayne, just go yeah. put on your pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> the um, that I don't even know who said it, but I'm gonna steal it. And the to struggle mm, is that's to what succeed. we do on here, right? The struggle yeah. is to succeed. To struggle is to succeed. Like okay. if you're not doing something that is gonna be difficult, or like you know, it's like if it's not hard, it's not we're doing kind of right, right. mentality, right? Yeah. The struggle is to succeed. It's like all the people that I so mean, it just doesn't come all. easy, but you got to climb. Yeah, up that. I mean it's it's worth it if you have to struggle and do deal. stuff. Like you know, for the folks that did, like you know, if we brought it to any, but that's like any sports movie. They there's <laughs> there's yeah, always that's that like the, uh, the narrative like, in it, right? Yeah, like they they struggle, like they are really bad. It's a bad team, or it's you know the person whoever is like bad. Emilio Estevez, Emilio, the, yeah, the, the mighty duck, man. mighty ducks. <laughs> they get they they struggle. Yeah. They go through this like change of like I'm gonna do better or like we have someone that is gonna rally I had, us I start recruiting some uh was Fulton oh yeah that, <laughs> oh my gosh dude, that's, that's a great pull yeah um, I mean they gotta get over that hump man and what did they take on is it Kings or something uh, I thought it was like the, the Hawks Hawks the yeah Hawks. yeah the Hawks and, and so like that that struggle though is where they they did a couple things in the movie and we're critics now essentially right now we're movie critics like Cisco and oh, Ebert. Dude, if they're not coming to us for advice, she, email us. Sheila and Chili. Sheila Chili at gmail.com but for all your movies. I guess reviews. we should start watching more movies then. But uh, <laughs> um, good movies. Uh, yeah, like they overcome some struggle. Hey. Then they're a better team after that. So it's like that struggle. Yeah. So, but I mean, they but that's the like any of the nemesis. Prof- you know, professional athlete. It, most of them don't just like wake up one day and they just get handed a contract. They had to work really hard to do something. Exactly. Probably Tom Brady did, you know, yeah. Last, what, what was he? Uh, like he was a Mr. nobody and Mr. Irrelevant in the draft, right? Yeah. He was so, a nobody. He was like seventh round pick. Then all of a sudden, something like that. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's so like, he, he's the goat. He wasn't the best player or like the fastest kind of guy, but like, you know, he struggled to get where he was. And then he had all that success later. It doesn't mean that, but he had to stay on top too. Right. I mean, he's in there doing his homework and stuff. And there's a lot of players who get there. Um, I forgot who was the most recent one I was reading about was RG three or something, but they got, they get to the NFL and they don't want to go in there and, Read plays and re- watch film, and because it was like really easy before. Yeah, like when there was at Baylor, I mean, he, right. you know, and it's a completely different ball game, obviously. But yeah, he could. He was a catch pajamas. Yeah, it, I mean, but, and so yeah, stuff like that, like with like The Rock and like people that I like. We listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of stand-up mm-hmm. comedians like Joe Rogan and stuff like that. So yeah. it's always like crazy to see where people started and see where they end. And we're not in. Yeah, where they're at. I mean, like, yeah, where they're at. It's like, you know, they either had to struggle at some point, like those guys having like the, you know, the stand up career and having like, gosh, they always talk about how like how bad they bombed and how, you know, how rough it was to do all this stuff. Yeah. But then, you know, they got better because of that. So, and that's how, you know, that's how most people do. And like, you know, like even those uh, comedians, like they'll go and do, uh, like a 15 minute session right. or something. But like, and it's like them just try to like, I think Joe's talked about it on his podcast, like working it out. Right? Yeah. He's working out new material right. and like, nobody's picking it up. And it's just like, wow, Joe Rogan, who you are. I mean, he's probably getting a lot of laughs, but there's also, he, he can just probably knows his audience. It's like, 
they know I suck yeah. right now. They're not feeling this new material. And you know, it's it's kind of like uh, the, the what I think like my my personal thought would have been like you know for it, when people are doing that kind of thing, you're like, man, I, I've had that experience too. Like I've gone to a job interview and, oh, and been bro, like, this guy I'm, knows I'm full of shit, or this guy knows I'm an idiot. Talking on interviews, and so yeah, like I, I applied to a job, work at a, uh, a hotel, and I think I was to work in the gym, and I think I was just like, was this around here? Uh, no, this is at Northern Gym. I don't even okay. know if the hotel's still there. Okay. Um, all right, it could be something else now, but like I think I was like, I need to get like a part time job or something like that. Uh, I was like, sure. I was 18. I was like, dude, I worked for my uncle for a little while, but I was like, I want to do something different. Anyways, yeah. um, I applied to be uh, in to work in either in the I wasn't the front desk, but I either applied to work in the gym or something like at that. The hotel, so, at the hotel, at the motel, and, and then like I had no experience doing anything in a hotel. I've stayed in a hotel, so it doesn't mean I'm qualified to do anything there. Stay at Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. Best, we were best Western family. Oh uh, no. <laughs> um, but I think the guy was asking me like all these things about like I, I didn't. Ex- it was almost like I didn't expect it either, so I didn't really prepare probably pretty well. But like he was asking about like these programs that they had used, and I'm like, well, I do Microsoft Word in high school? And he's like, Oh, is that it? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that's all I've needed to use. And he's like, so anyways, this is it's not going well. I he was <laughs> asking like, me all these things. I had no idea. I was like, I stupid. Was, I thought I was gonna be working in a, <laughs> like working in a gym folding towels and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh. anyways. But yeah, so like, <laughs> I just, I had no idea what I was doing. I was not prepared. I knew I was getting like, this guy is, cannot wait to finish this thing. Cause I knew I was like, this guy's just, not going to do this like, job. He's just waiting for you to get out. I almost just like, wanted to be like, Hey man, I'm just going to let myself out. I'll let you go back to your lunch or whatever. I'm really sorry about it. You <laughs> took it for time. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. just like, this guy fucked up my lunch uh, right uh-huh. now. Anyways. So, but yeah, no, did stuff like that. But that, I don't know. That struggle with this. See, I always try to like, think of that, like, not that I'm looking for struggle or not that you want to look for struggle, but like, I feel like that's where you can like figure out where you can get better or you can, Hey, I know my limits and I want to try to go outside that someday yeah. or and tie it back to the working out stuff. Like Crossy used to have that old saying, like we're trying to be comfortable with the uncomfortable and try to put yourself outside your comfort limit sure. or comfort area, comfort area, long comfort yeah, limits or whatever. Outside your comfort area. And then, you know, that's where people do things that they didn't think they could do. Like, you know, lift this much weight or run this fast or whatever and you know uh do those things that they're not comfortable and they're not like, yeah i mean i would never would have think good. i would be trying to pick up 200 pounds and try to put it over my head back right. when i first started or even you know, when we were talking about high school earlier i was like no i'm trash there's no way you know plus you know you, you get it in your head like you know you're talking about your high school days and stuff. I, I think when I graduated, I was like 130, 140 pounds. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, senior year, baby. Like, <laughs> you, like a track, you know, like nothing. And like, you know, it's like never really played anything big, right. you know. Uh, I think I played two years of basketball, got cut from varsity, didn't make that team. And I was also putting into work. I thought I was, but right. I didn't do I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But um, just, you know, the whole time I was like, man, I'm never going to be shit. You know, I'm never going to do anything with my life. It's trash. I mean – why do I even, you know, bother to even try to go down to the weight room and, and, you know, you just keep grinding it out. And right. I don't know if stuff starts clicking and you get your change of mindset or you find some inspirational figure to look up to. Like, you know, the rocks always, mm-hmm. he's been that way ever since as long as like, I remember. That's why I like, I love sports and, and like, and, and like people like yeah. Michael Jordan and, and there's like feel that. good movies too. And you're like, Oh, I can be that guy. Yeah. I can just do it. If I just don't sit here and just, you know, sit around all day right. and watch TV, I got to get up and do something, you know? 
don't know. Yeah. Then like yeah. you know, you start to see a little success, and you can kind of come off that. It's a, it's a, like it's like addicting. Even if it's something, it is small addicting. As it's like, real uh, addicting. <laughs> what is it? You see the results, and you can't yeah. get enough of it. Especially you know, then when you got people like you know. You're like, hey man, you're looking good today. Looking a little pumped, and you got a little, <laughs> little fresh honey Hell come yeah. up. Like, what's up? <laughs> you know that that's the biggest thing. It's like, oh well, yeah. You know, I've been lifting a little bit. Oh yeah, it's like like having like the uh, that that gratification of like I'd work really hard for this, and mm. it's even if it's like not a big deal for somebody else, and that's like, a lot. It doesn't have to be something for a big deal for anyone else either. So it's like if it's something really small, like you know, I've been doing this for seven days in a row where I've done this, I'm trying to build this new habit. And then like, you know, no one knows that you're trying to do that just for you. You get that personal, like, you know, Hey, I'm trying to drink less coffee or I'm trying to drink yeah. less alcohol. Or I'm trying to drink more water. I'm going to do 30 water. days, drink a bottle or drink water yeah, for 30 days. You see the difference. And then that's, you know, that, that is more of a valuable. And then, so when you start to see that and then like, like that old expression or John Wooden quote, is like small hinges swing big doors. Mm-hmm. And I think John Wooden said that. John Wooden, yeah, Coach Wooden, yeah. You see it. Right? What did I say? Right? Did I say something? No, yeah, I no. I, I was just said, making yeah. sure I heard it right. So like, right? You know, all this, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like all those small little things who make the big things happen. Yeah. That's one of his quotes. So like, you know, having those small little things do right. Like, you know, just coming into the gym and then grinding out. Didn't think you were going to be, you know, able to do all this stuff. Yeah. And then all now that you're able to, it's like you know. You look back on it, and you're like, "Wow!" Like, I, like so many years ago, I would have never thought I'd been here. And I agree. Like one month ago, I didn't even think I was going to do that kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know. You're always kind of like learning about yourself. And maybe that's how you feel too. No, right? it's like, exactly. You know, like, you like part of these podcasts. Like you're like, "Oh, you know, that's what they're doing." Right? Why can't I do something mm-hmm. like that? Okay, that makes more sense. And then you read like in a book something. <laughs> <laughs> get a mental get a mental workout too. Like that, break uh, mental sweat. Yeah, but uh, I sweat a lot when I read it's too. Just like you know. Well, like these guys had to do the same path. You know, they were doing something too. They weren't always right. the rock wasn't born the rock. You know, he, exactly, had, to, he yeah. had to become the rock somehow. It's like, well, I'm just not going to lay in a cut. I want to get up off my ass and, <laughs> you know, go pick up a barbell and like right. grind it out and make myself better and do it. And then, like, okay, I'm at this point. Now you reach a plateau. What else can I do next right. to be on the next level? I mean, obviously, clearly, I'm not the rock. It probably never will be. But well, I don't know. but yeah, but I mean, you go to, you start going down a road, and we'll see what happens, right? You know? But I mean, there's that that, it, it that gets scary. you that little success. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like that, if it's scary, it's probably worth doing because yeah. you know, that's that's that struggle you're trying I mean, to get the two struggles. What to if succeed, it, if it's so. if it's easy, you shouldn't be doing it. If it's hard, you but, should probably be doing it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then you know. Uh, Crap, I just lost my train of thought. But like, you know, you're talking about actually having to work for something and you're seeing the results as opposed to just given to you and it actually means so yeah, much more. Yeah, and you good appreciation. For yeah, it's just okay. like, man, you know, this was me. This was me. I did this. And opposed to just like, there you go, man. Yeah, and not you, like, you're not going to Okay, res- fuck that. I'll get that whenever respect I want. it or yeah. like, you know, it's going to have that. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, you gain a lot more respect when you see like, you know, like, like me and you were down there like we were talking about earlier, six days a week down there trying to get it in. We're following the program. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do everything right on the outside of the box. And it's just like, you know, we're just not down there just fucking off. And, <laughs> you know, like 30 minutes. Let me go talk to somebody. Yeah. Look, take a few gym selfies. <laughs> try to throw it in this girl's DM. And then, all right, we're done. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you're not. But uh, <laughs> she, had, she still has DMs. Like, I saw it. Like, <laughs> but, you know, no, we're actually down there trying to put in some work. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're tr- and then we're hoping to see the results. And we've been saying this whole podcast. You get the results. You're like, hmm. And it's and that's what Big Papa wants. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's why I like really liked have liked uh, 
that coaching and and seeing people that want the same thing. Maybe maybe not like everyone's different. Maybe it has their own goals, right? But right. like you know, we have a lot of folks that have been there since the beginning. Like that, like before, essentially, like since the beginning, like have been are still members and are still getting better. And then it's like I, I was thinking about the same thing too. Like I sometimes look back and like over the year. Where did I, you know, did I get better at this or do I feel better? Or like, mm-hmm. hey, I lost weight or what What did I do better? And then hopefully I can provide like a coach, like the well, opportunity yeah. for someone to have the, have the same feeling. Because I have such a good feeling for me to like, wow, t- like seven years ago, I was here and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know I'm in the grand scheme of things. It's not that long, seven years, right? It seems like it's long shit. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, seven well, years. A lot of people don't even stay in anything for what a couple of years. Right. Seven years, you're putting, in, but I mean, that's a, a career. Yeah, and and that's and, and, and but I guess we go and oh, I just lost my train of thought too. Oh, oh yeah, I know what I'm saying. But like, so with with people doing the same thing, I hope they have the same thing that. I have like that's why I hope they give someone else an experience of like the opportunity from being like on a coaching perspective. Yeah, yeah. And you can like, give them that because there's other people looking for that way. I mean, yeah. and then because if I can help someone do that and then improves their life, and that that means it's kind of like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Isn't that what that thing is like? The six somehow, degrees of Kevin is Bacon. Is that the thing? Like we're like the somehow, footloose guy. Yeah, yeah. Somehow we're all, <laughs> somehow know. we're all related to Kevin Bacon, or someone knows Kevin Bacon, or something. Maybe it's not related. Sorry, it's not related. But uh, <laughs> I don't so, know. So, never like, heard that before. This guy knows this guy. But I kind of this guy who knows this guy who knows Kevin Bacon. Okay. Okay. You're but, a friend of a friend. Like the I was trying like to make it as like the I if someone so to help someone get to that next level or to help someone get to the place where their day is either going to be better or their uh, they're going to be better off in months just by coming months, in just and by coming in and like, and they know and they got something to go uh, yeah. work for. And, and then like, cause like, you know, like I said, with my personal experience, I had such a life changing, like from where I was to where I am now, like, gosh, I don't want anyone to have to blow out their ankle, but Fuck. I would like to give them the feeling of like, wow, I can go from here to here and feel way better about myself or I can feel like I can, do all these things I could never do, or I can go, you know, be this kind of person, but I just, you know, showed up at the gym and, you know, that's that small little, small little thing to make the big thing happen. If I can be part of that small thing, like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I kind of ramble. No, 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 no. It makes perfect sense because, you know, what I'm getting at, you know, obviously you're a head coach of CrossFit Radford. I mean, we got, you know, we get new mem- members and stuff and like, you know, they come in and they don't know anything about you, but right. you're just a coach. I think, mm, mm, and yeah, then very if they kind of knew like the backstory of what you've overcome and what you've had to do. And it's just like, hey, I'm, you know, just not a coming in here to whatever. I mean, I if I want to see, you know, like they see you lifting or whatever and it's like, oh, he's just genetics or he's on right. the trend train or something stupid, which obviously <laughs> it's not. But, you know, and I think some people think that way that. You know, like you know, Michael Jordan. Oh, he was just good. Well, no, like, he he don't worked see, for it. Yeah, you and don't so, see him the rough parts. But they, yeah, they don't know what's behind the curtains. You know, don't look at the man behind the curtains. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then like it's okay. Then like get to start to know you. Okay, James Chilton did this. I can do right. it. You know, like and let me start. You know, like we've been saying this whole time. However long we've been talking, put in the work. Do what you got to do. I mean, it, it's not easy. I want the simple shortcuts. Right. I mean, I would right. love just to, you know, what the Matrix were, 
Neo sits in a oh, chair yeah. and just, I know Kung Fu oh now. Oh my gosh, dude, and his eyes blink a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and, and it's just like, I want to fly helicopter. Yeah, then like, uh, Morpheus, Morpheus? Morpheus, yeah, 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 show me. And they just start flying Kung Fu. I would love it to be just like that, but it's not, you yeah. know, and like musicians who, you know, like, uh, who's a famous electric guitarist? Jimi Hendrix. Uh, he just didn't come out the womb playing guitar. <laughs> you know, he, was, yeah. he figured it out. I, I can't even think of a great modern guitarist. John Mayer. Man, it's right. of our generation, yeah. baby. <laughs> Who doesn't? He's pretty dreamy. Too. He, oh man, a he's dream. Still he still got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, didn't he? But he went to school to like Beckley. No, no oh, Berkeley. Berkeley. Yeah, Berkeley. Yeah, there you go. One of them higher Be- education. Beckley, West Virginia, I think is. The place. Yeah, he's over there on the other side of the mountain playing. Um, but yeah, yeah they. Yeah. You know, everyone comes if you want to be great at something. Fucking do the work, bro. Do the fucking work. It's not sexy, though. But it's not sexy. It's I'm, not fun. I'm not, it yeah. sucks. There's good days. There's bad days. But sure. I, I mean, eventually you get to where you I feel want like it. we're not. On, I mean, I'm not, not like we're on a pedestal. By no means. Hell, we're but, sitting in a fucking bedroom with two wiener dogs barking their heads off. I guess what I mean is podcasting. Like, yeah, I, I know. I feel like the day, you know, you always feel like that, too. I Maybe you feel like that, too. I feel like, holy crap, I do not want to do this today or do not want to do but it's not even just working out. You're just like, gosh, I do not want to call the person about my insurance today. Exactly. Dude, there's <laughs> oh tons God. of stuff. I do not want to sit. Anyway, so. Yeah, work. You're like, I don't want to fucking do that. Right. I don't want to fucking do it. I don't want to go down and work out today. I don't want to go get groceries. I don't want to go get gas. <laughs> I'll get gas in the morning. One of the worst mistakes <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I'll do it in the morning. Yeah, it's the worst, exactly. the worst thing ever. <laughs> not doing it. But no, I mean, you never want to do yeah. it. But you got to fucking do it. Yeah. You got to fucking do it. Yeah. Little things make big things happen, right? Little things, man. Coach Wooden. <laughs> I used to, I, I used to write the do that cheesy thing. I saw my my roommate Pat do it. Um, Pat Trout. Oh, shout he, out Pat, baby! <laughs> he used to write quotes on his uh, his mirror, so like he could see it every day, or like write like in his mirror on his mirror. So like he'd have like this, like his like uh, when we lived together in college. He write um, on lipstick. Uh, I think he used the Expo <laughs> marker, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Sorry, Pat. Just could use lipstick, I, yeah. and I'm not. You know. I mean, oh, no, you guess on. you could use it as a marker anyways, but <laughs> unless you had it for something else. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> not nah, pal, I love you, dude. Uh, I, he, he wrote, I think you just wrote it on like an expo marker, like, uh, like that we use at the gym. Like, yeah, yeah. He's just right on the mirror. Cause like you'd erase it and he put a new quote all the time. And I remember like, like an inspirational quote or something. Yeah. Or like, Hey, this is what I want to do today. Or sure. like, Hey, this is what I want to do this week. And like, I remember like thinking about like, that's a really good idea. Like, I, I don't know if I ever wrote down like on the mirror or anything, but I was thinking like, I think in a week. I'd think about, hey, I want to do this this week. You know, I was in school at the time with when we were when we were living together. So I'd be like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do in the next two weeks, or yeah. this is what I want to make sure I get done of the week. So like, I used to write things like that down, either like on my, you know, I put like a sticky note above my computer or something like that. And then I, that was really, I think, something I picked up from him that I really, I think I still do. I like, well, I try to like think of like. Something I, I know is either going to... Like a goal for the week yeah, or, or what or you want to accomplish. Gonna remind me. Like if it's an, a quote or if it's something like... Something that's going to remind me to stay like on track. Stay on your game. Because like that, uh, you know, looking at... Or like when he would do it, like he would have it like on his mirror or whatever so he could see it because it would make sense. Like he's getting ready in the morning. He could always read it. And it's like, something he's going to do rather than being like... I'm going to do it in the morning kind of mentality. He'd just have a reminder like all the time to be like, hey, this is what I'm working towards and all that. So that was really... I don't know. That, that I, don't I don't even remember how I got on that. No, I mean, just like, you know, you're trying to figure out, all right, what do I need to accomplish for the week? And one thing that this helped me down, like, or helps me, 
like even when I thought I was eating well, like going back on that right. nutrition part of what we were talking about, like I actually thought, you know, when I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I, you know, I eat like a salad today or whatever, probably a bad example, but hmm. I actually wrote down everything I ate for like a fucking literally, like, this was like before RP and stuff. Right. And when I was actually thinking about actually getting on one of those like uh, templates or like diets, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it. But it was like, then you go back and look at it after the week and you thought, I, I crushed it this week. And you're like breakfast, lunch, dinner. I shouldn't eat that. Yeah. Right, Tuesday, <laughs> I ate all that. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you're eating, like, a whole bag of Doritos and stuff. And it was like, I'm not as clean as I thought yeah. I was. You know, and you're over there telling me, oh, man, I eat clean. I'm perfect. I'm yeah. not. Like, no, dude. Yeah, for sure not. Like, I found that out hard. I was like, oh, I, yeah. I'm trash. I am eating trash. My people, what am I doing to myself? But, but then, that, and then it puts just, it in perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, then you're like, you're like, wow, I can, hey, I can make a change or I can do this. Yeah, and that's when you're like, all right, so maybe – you don't have to go full 100% blown. I mean, yeah. you're like, all right, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do – Right. Eat this well. Then, you know, then just build off that, you know. I, ooh. That, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah. Camera may just ran out of memory. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> maybe – maybe uh, is that our timer? Oh, I should be – Bro, I think we've been at two like, hours. Oh, wow. Holy crap. This is like a time warp. by, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe it's a good time to end this. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll do the fucking work. Get to it. Yeah, it's right. Let's get fired up, man. Um, longest episode <laughs> so far. <laughs> so far. All right. No, I think this was a good one, man. Yeah, man. I just got like I enjoyed I it, man. Like, I was getting into it, man. Yeah, it was, it was uh, uh, I said bring back all like old memories. The yeah. about all that stuff was kind of cool. Helps you think mm-hmm. think things throughout, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, yeah. And and I just re- realized that yeah, there was like time travel right now. Did, Felt like we were just talking for like ten minutes. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, we're, I looked down at your phone. I was like, oh shit. But man, that's cool, man. We're Joe, yeah. getting on Joe Rogan's level. These levels. Um, yeah. Anything else we should we, say? His, yeah, it'll be it'll be you know just the same. Like you know, we'll come up right next to his when people download this. We'll like, oh, yeah, probably be his, like, his. next recommended video. <laughs> <laughs> just based on time limit, right? So, so we gotta. No, I'm just kidding. Oh man. So. No, this was good, man. Yeah, um, it was cool. So have you been like? Have you liked? So far, I know it's the second one, but I mean, with the editing and all that stuff, yeah. that's been pretty, pretty cool. Like, yeah. Good and- uh, hopefully, the it'll be a little bit faster yeah. this next time. First time, um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty much just learning from right. YouTube. You yeah, those ones I go and learning from YouTube and what these guys are doing, but it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it's, I mean, you can make it really bad. Obviously, you know, like I've, some people want to put in a lot of random sound extra effects. Sound. Yeah, a lot of extras, but. You know, I'm, I think I'm just going to keep the Joe Rogan formula and just Let's do it. Yeah. Then like, you know, obviously if there was something one of us said or did something yeah, like, like, <laughs> you get canceled. Right? Yeah. So, or like, yeah. or just like, what's the throw of a few uh, bleeps in there or try to edit I saw you get that little expletive uh, uh, warning on the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. You're good, I, man. You I, should I, be I, okay. Yeah. I know we're going to throw some cuss words at, but um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun too because you're learning a new skill right. like we've been talking about. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, as long as you you can do it, as long as you just don't mind sitting down and there's gonna be I made a ton of mistakes. Like, <laughs> well, but yeah. one thing I was like, all right, this is the actual raw original file. Mm-hmm. Whatever I do, just keep that fine, and that way I won't lose. It. And if I fuck up this whatever I'm trying to edit, okay, I can just go right back and start over. And it's also like you know with the wiener dogs running around, you know, and all that yeah. stuff. It's, it kind of it makes it a little bit more less like production-y. You know exactly, more, more natural. Yeah, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't want. Um, I was watching as always on Sunday the other day, and I think they started a podcast or something. Oh, shoot, really? And uh, like the whole time, Dennis and D kept pushing these sound effect buttons, and, <laughs> and it was just like, ah, I think you could do this on this thing. But I was like, I, you know, I don't want that. I just want two dudes hanging out, sitting around. It's bullshit. 
Oh, yeah, man. I mean, not even two dudes. I mean, whoever wants to come on and talk to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or talk to us. I mean, anybody. Yeah, I know. I know Sarah. Maybe when we get another mic set up. Yeah. Well, I mean, last time, like, say, we were talking to Sarah, like, she, I think if we both sat next to each other and they think the mic sounds, or yeah. I think it sounds really good enough that she could hear really well off camera. So, like, I think if she yeah. were to, like, just pull up a chair, I think it'd be totally fine. Yeah. I agree. They sound really good. So, yeah. I mean, but good. I mean, I just want, I'm getting something out of this. I hope you're getting something oh, out yeah, of this. Dude. I hope. Really the, like, like, yeah, I mean, again, those who watched it last week and downloaded it and listened to it, I hope they kind of get a little, yeah. you know, it gets pearls and gems from it too. And because <laughs> that's how, I mean, that's how I, I've been doing yeah. lately. And so, yeah, just, I don't know, we'll keep the gas, what is it? All gas, no brakes until, no right? Yeah. <laughs> until, uh, until somebody says stop. Yeah, until the internet ends or whenever that could be. Yeah. So, until we, we have. Well, so it's the uh, oh, it's the thirteenth. So I don't know until the new year when the internet stops. Right, you, know, you remember when the internet oh, stops? Man. Is that right. the movie? No. Until the internet stops, no, 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 not no, the no, movie. I'm just talking my ass. <laughs> we can make a movie, but uh, a new thought, or not even a new thought, but just something just reminded me. Um, I forgot when I read this or when I heard this, but there's from Y2K. Oh, okay. there's still like I forgot, like not it, it wasn't like maybe like a couple thousand. People that are still like hiding or oh, in shit, bunkers really? because they thought of Damn. they thought of Y2K, but I don't know how they got that. So they're like either. in a time capsule, pretty much. I guess, yeah, I guess oh, they're just yeah. living like uh, in like a movie blast from the past or something. Oh, shit. They're just probably living in that. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I, I, I mean, they are I heard it. I read so it somewhere. There's got to be. There's probably come back, dude. They come <laughs> out. Like, like what? what? The fuck? <laughs> or they might be happy. Well, we missed 2020. I guess that was okay. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. <laughs> Um, Maybe they're still using dial-up. Is that even still a thing? We, we talked about that the other day. There, this got to be them. Then these are the only people that I, I, I we Google. I think it was one of those. Like uh, I asked Sarah, or Sarah and I were talking. And we're like, does anyone still use dial-up? And we're like, there's no way. There's, a, there's, no, there's like no way. No. And the internet's never wrong. So I know everything's from never, the internet. Never, so ever. when I looked up on the internet, I was su- uh, pleasantly surprised that I know this is fact. <laughs> <clears throat> cough, cough. So uh, uh, apparently, there's like, there's like in the United States, there's like a couple hundred thousand people still using dial-up. Dial-up, yeah. So like, you know, like the that get off the phone. I'm trying to make a call. Trying to get the on AOL and stuff like that. So you know, you're saying of like, man, it's 2020 and there's people still using dial-up. So I guess it's the same people. I thought dial-up kind of went towards satellite, right? Like internet, but I thought dial. I mean. I don't know enough any, anything about that, so they're like, oh, it's the only thing so we they, got. they still got a in. landline somewhere? But I guess. I don't know. That has most buttons on it? Yeah, most people don't. <laughs> what the hell are buttons? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, anyway, so I don't know what why. What the hell's diversity? <laughs> it's an old, <laughs> old wooden ship. I don't think that's I could it. be wrong I here. I could be wrong. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's not it. That's not uh, it. But. But. All right. Um. Anything else we should say or talk about? I was that was like I said. I think we get good, good dude. Good this was uh, this was badass. I like this. Um, got that time traveling going on. Two hours. We're on, we're on a spaceship to take us into <laughs> the next studio or wherever we go. Whatever this road, <laughs> this this uh, space travel takes. So next us. next week we'll just have to go into a different room. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, new, new video. We'll take out the Christmas angle. Yeah. This is a new room in his house. Yeah, just turn the camera a little bit. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like 30 rooms sure in his house. Right. Yeah. But anyway. Um, all right. We had it into there. Yeah. Sounds all good. Right. It's cool, man. All right. Uh, well, I guess bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.